Welcome to Quarters, episode 111. Hey, it's yeah. a motherfucking video game podcast. You're right. On the internet. It's the 111th one, somehow. 11T. Yes, th- yeah. that. If you like the, the Tolkien number sure. system. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. Is that the, is that you, the order? You are. Okay. No, you are Harlow. No, I was like trying to do Does the fake matter? order outside. No, not really. Well, just like we were just discussing, Zoom, it's messed up. Like, we don't know who's in what corner. Yeah. This whole brave new world that we live in, we just don't know what to do about it. It's anymore. all up in the air. Yeah. I don't know about brave new world. It's much more Orwellian than that. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> so, so, speaking of shitty worlds. Uh-huh. Harlow. Oh man, did I play the shittiest of worlds? <laughs> but maybe one of the you best. You are the only of one games. of us who has played The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Um, okay, so let me let me try to stave off the video game thing and say just right off the bat, I fucking absolutely love Last of Us, and then I will attempt to tell you why and also how it's one of the worst experiences I've ever had too, if that makes any sense. It's, it's. So you're talking about, you're saying when you say, I love last of us, you're talking about part two. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, just, yeah, I mean, it's want all, to clear that up. kind of all of it, but yes, especially more mm-hmm. so in two. Okay. Um, because I mean, it is a fairly direct continuation. Um, and I, I also will say I never went back and played the, um, what was the DLC called or left behind left behind left behind. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I actually never went back and played that just because it came out in a point where I'd kind of been done with the game and just I got it when I got the PS4 up-res version. I just never hopped in and was like went through that narrative. So yeah. I but I also don't think I don't think it's super important either. I mean, in terms of like how they deal with it in two, um, it's kind of casually offhanded mentioned things. I think that happened in that very quickly and it doesn't really affect anything um i mean it's just you know because it was i think the only important thing to understand is that like it was hinted upon that you know perhaps ellie might be a lesbian in the first one but then it was confirmed and left behind and it's like yes she absolutely is in this going forward so just you know that that is what it is um Mm -hmm. i'm going i'm not not gonna i don't want to talk about story elements at all because i think this is a thing that you should experience with this little you know, knowing about it as possible. I, at this point, you probably can't not know about the the fact that it's kind of a dual storyline. Uh, the way is the way the narrative is told. Um, you're half playing Ellie and you're half playing a new character named Abby. Um, people don't seem to like Abby, but uh, y- you need to play the game all the way through and maybe like. Like I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to be so direct as to say like if you have criticisms about this game you're wrong, but if your criticisms are like, oh, a lady can't have muscles or whatever other dumb criticisms that may be, mm-hmm. you're wrong. So I mean, yeah. wait, th- th- ladies th- can have muscles? Yeah, yeah. Um, Weird. Because um, yeah, I mean, Abby huh. is a, another survivor from another group who is like all jacked up, you know, and and there's a reason for it. I mean, it's like. She, she, you know, just. In I a, would it, think in that world everyone would be pretty jacked up because you, you kind of have to be. Yeah, you kind of think so. Like with all the like running out and you know collecting supplies and stuff, but you know, I mean, can I, I hmm, can sure. I stop you real quick? Okay, because I know nothing about the Last of Us world. Okay, I have not played a single second of mm-hmm. it, and I 
all I know is that they're they're dirty people, and there's a swole lady in the new world in the new one. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's that's fairly accurate. Yes, I mean it's it's all precipitated by a zombie like outbreak. It's not really zombies okay. because right. it's um, I mean ultimately I don't think this is a spoilery, but it's like it's kind of like it's some sort of spore that turned people into zombie like symptoms. It's sort of like mm -hmm. it's it's another like sort of like the happening where they're just like, hey, fuck you, um, <laughs> I'm going to figure out a way to kill you. Um, Plants got mad. Yeah, tried to kill everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, well, it, um, if, if, I believe it actually exists, but it exists with ants. I believe it's, it's the cordyceps spore, something like that, where it is like a spore that literally attaches brain. to yeah. their brain stem, so oh, to speak, yeah, mm -hmm. and controls them somewhat. And that's this is just like extrapolated to humans and yeah. humanity. So that that's going on, but I mean, like, yes, you are fighting zombie-like things, and there are various versions of them. But like the the real crux about the story of these games is like humanity sucks. Like you know, zombies are a problem, obviously. You know, and you know, and, and uh, like it becomes part of the drama of escaping. The, but by the second one, I mean, it's like the zombies are more of a hassle for you getting to do the the story things that involve humans. Like, humans are the real monsters. I mean, really, that's kind of what the ultimate story of this is. And um, that's the ultimate story of like all stories. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, like I said, the first yeah, one is like, true. The first one is, you know, a, a story of like, we have to get from point A to point B. Uh, here's a person who probably can't fend for themselves, you know. And, you know, so it's like a, a, a the whole first game is basically like a long escort mission. You know, and and zombies are much more of a factor. Humans also are terrible in the first one, but this one is sort of like, yeah, zombies are still there. It's been some time, but they're just going to kind of fuck up your, you know, need to go in this building and clear it out and like, you know, get some supplies or get from point A to point B. It's zombies are like, or whatever you want to call them, the infected are no longer like the main drive of this game. It's sort of just like, no, this is a shit world. It's just we've mostly got this under control, you know, in our because people kind of come together and like form settlements and things, you know, as you have to, you can't just lone wolf the fucking apocalypse, you know, it doesn't work. We've, we've watched a lot of movies about that. <laughs> and so like, you know, at this point, like society is trying to reform in its various and sort of ways, but you've still got people that are just like, not part of my tribe. Fuck you murder. You know? So like, it's, you know, <laughs> kind of, kind of thing. It's, it's still like dealing with human tribalism and things like that. But the, the, the main thing I have to say about like Last of Us Two is like, I, it's a ten out of ten, five out of five, whatever fucking like perfect score kind of game he has. I never want to play another second of it because it's like, I that game fucking affected me in a way I don't think any other media ever has. Like the only thing I can think is like only, and I, I don't say this for dramatic, you know, effect or anything. I'm just saying because of the age I was, I was not prepared to watch Schindler's List at the age that I was when it came out. I wasn't ready for something that heavy and it was just like, oh, fuck. You know, like, I'm not saying it's Holocaust levels of, like, drama or, you know, because that's a real thing and this is a mm -hmm. video game. I'm saying, like, that's the only thing I can think of in my history where it was like, fuck, like, that hit me and I was not prepared for it. And, and you know, and I'm saying, like, Last of Us was like that. And, I, and I'll be honest, I like, I, I struggled with deciding to even play this game given what's going on in the world it was like i do i really want misery but i i feel like i pick on him all the time but like unlike something where like from cormac mccarthy where it's just like everything <laughs> is bleak and there is no fucking hope like this is like everything is bleak but it's it's character decision driven it's 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 you know moby dick 
revenge things. You know, it's it's not like the world could be good or at least survivable, and there and there's maybe some beauty to be had in it now. But it's like this uh, obsession revenge thing is, you know, you're watching two people just go down the same path, and and you know to to ruin basically, and it's 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 fantastic. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like I mean, it's a PS4 game. I did play it on a PS4 Pro. This was the game that I played. And I was like, "Holy shit! What are the next gen consoles going to look like?" Because I feel like we're already there, and I feel like we said this with Last of Us, the first one on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Like it so pushed the platform where it was like, "I guess this is what PS4 games are going to look like." <laughs> it just happens to be on this because there are nature scenes in this that are just breathtakingly stunning. Like, I mean, I know that sounds weird to say in a game. That I just was like, "It's mostly all misery," but it's it does a, It's not like it drags you through the muck for 20 straight hours it's just when it does it's like oh god damn you know there there are mm-hmm. moments of levity it's not all sadness all the time <laughs> like I, I you know it's just it's a wonderful narrative you know it does everything dramas should do and i mean it it has kind of I, at first i thought it was sort of like return of the king at the end where it was like what's happening i thought the game was ending that you can easily say like there's a point where it feels like the, I you know if you ever played a video game there was a point where I was like oh the game is wrapping up this is the end game this is where it happens and then there's like another five ten hours after that mm-hmm. and at first I was kind of upset I was like oh but then I, I see what they were going for with the actual real ending and I was like all right yeah I get it I get it <laughs> so yeah it, it's it's a thing I, I, I people can have issues with it I'm not going to have take some great offense at it to me it was just a nearly perfect narrative experience um from from a gameplay perspective it's still got some annoying quirks like i mean you know i don't necessarily want to go digging through rooms and containers to get parts to do things but you know video games that's what we do you know it's like mm-hmm. collect you know you 12, still collect pills to yeah, upgrade yourself yeah, collect five gears and you can upgrade your shotgun to yeah. do more damage and stuff like that you know so it's still got some video game shit in it that you know one day maybe we'll figure out a way to get away from that and not have some like yeah but now it's just a walking simulator you know like it's, like i mean it's like you can have something where it's like don't make me just go look for audio logs and dumb shit and you know to break up this you know wonderful narrative that you're creating you know it's like why don't you just make it a movie then you know so i don't know it's it's fantastic it's beautiful it's horrible it's everything um i i think one of the big things that uh people were very concerned about being a big deal in this and it's something that we've addressed before is uh dog murder um and i will say it's not like every group has a dog that you're going to have to murder there is or there are several you know multiple times where yes you need to take out a dog because with anything where you're kind of doing a stealth and i mean i wouldn't say this is a true stealth game it's like it's it's a stealth game in in terms of like you have limited resources you know, and every shot is like you have to think about it because bullets are scarce and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more like it forces you into stealth just by, you know, necessity of lack of resources. So a dog coming around is obviously going to alert everyone to your presence and you're going to immediately die or run through all of your resources. So you have to take out the dogs, you know, because they are the alert system. Um, the thing is, like, I'm not justifying dog murder. And this is not where this is going. I'm saying... Everything in this game is so absolutely horrible for humans and everything else that it's like dog murder barely registers, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, you're kind of like, 
You hit the That's how bad it is. That's how low the, on the list it is. It's kind the of, least of the evils. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, well, I've seen what this group has done to people. I don't feel bad about murdering their dogs that they've taught to be murder dogs. You know, because, like, it's unfortunate for the dog, but it's a trainable animal. And if somebody trains it shitty, you know, it's not the dog's mm-hmm. fault. It's the per- person's fault. And so, like, yeah. I'm going to have to murder your dog, but I'm going to murder you even harder kind of thing, you know, for turning your dog into that. Um, like I said, it's like you don't blame the dogs because you can't. I mean, you know, the Nazis used German shepherds to attack people and things like that. It wasn't, it wasn't the Typical dog's fault. Germans. Huh? It's not the dog's fault. It's it's the person that trains. You know, there there's no such thing as a bad dog. There's, you know, bad people that train dogs. Basically, is what I'm saying. And and I'm sorry for you know, using a Nazi allegory. I guess it's <laughs> dog wins law. Right. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I stalled buying it, uh-huh. A, because of that, but B, because money. And I was hoping like, oh, maybe it'll go on sale at some point. So I was like, I'll play Last of Us 1 again. So I got like probably only a third of the way through it before like my PS4 just drove me insane and I couldn't play it anymore. And I had to like just take breaks. But I noticed in that one, there's a lot of... Um, you know, when you say like the zombies are a bigger deal in the first one, mm-hmm. you don't really encounter many early on no, at all. No. It, it takes a long time before you actually get to them and you're just busy shooting dudes. Yeah, I would say in both but, games, it's like it's still more of a people are worse than the zombies. Zombies are just there like an mm-hmm. obstacle, you know. Yeah. And I it mean, is funny to hear you say like how how next gen it looked back then. But then when you see people walking around in this one, you know, in last of us one remastered, it's like, I can see the jank now, sure. you know, like the animations, you could see the, the hitches. It's just funny. Like how our brains get retrained each generation uh, to, as to like how much better everything is and smoother and, you know, how much cleaner all the animation is, but you know, like the, the voice acting and everything in then basically just the acting in that game is really terrific, you know, and it's still, yeah. it's got that great opening scene that just kind of shoves you into that world. And really, you know, it's, it, it anchors you in well. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's still just like such a fantastic moment when it just, you know, just you get through all that. And then all of a sudden it's just like 20 years later, it's like, fuck dude. <laughs> Like that, that, that still was affecting when that happens. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that game holds up so far. I'll probably, I'll, I'll I'll probably go through and finish it and then play that, uh, you know, play the DLC just so one of us can say we've seen it and maybe it'll matter in the new one, but probably not. Part of me wants to go back and play it at this point, but also like, I don't need to go in the last of us world again for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, don't need that nowadays anyway. <laughs> no, and like I said, I, like that's I, I, and, and I know yeah. they've been working on this basically since the last one came out, but it's like, man, sucks that this is the year you picked to put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, it, it's it's still a thing. Like, I was so very very nervous, hesitant to play something in that world uh, now, and being cooped up inside and all that. It was just like, I'm still happy that I did. So happy that I did. Mm-hmm. Well, and to talk about the discourse just a little bit, I mean, it's 
I don't know if it's this year because because I know I'm probably the biggest one that people have been pissed off at at Bamcast for being like, no, I don't want this thing with shitty people because I don't need that right now, you know. And it feels like so many people that are turning on this game have turned on it in that way where it's like, yeah, people are the real monsters. That's pretty shitty. Yeah, smart game. You know, like it's almost like a like they're not getting it. And I'm not sure like how we ended up there with, you know, if the story didn't work, didn't affect me, then that means it must be shit. <laughs> Cause I, there, I've just seen so much of it now where like, it's almost like people like you that are like, no, I really love this game. Like the storyline was fantastic. And you know, I really connected with all these characters and it's like, well, connected. I don't know if it's the right word. Well, I mean, well but it, yeah. like they had an effect on you. Sure, they, yes. they affected you in some way and the storyline got a you know got a reaction out of you obviously oh i <laughs> if mean you loved it but you never there, want to play it again there was that a, says something. there's a section late in the game that like i can see why some people might have an issue with this game or the narrative the way the narrative is being drawn is like it doesn't give you player choice at all like i mean mm-hmm. it's like this is what you're and going they, to play this is what these and they didn't do, do that in the first one either no and i know? mean so there was a point where it was like you were playing a seat like there was a point where I failed a sequence because I was like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to press the button that will make me do that. I and, and I was like, is this one of those like sort of hidden Far Cry style choices where like if I don't, I actually have a choice, but you don't know, you know, because like Far Cry mm-hmm. 4, like if you, you know, you don't have to shoot pagan men in the head. Yes, you do, but you don't have to. <laughs> like, you know, you mm-hmm. can let him start yeah, to fly can. away and rocket launcher him like BJ did, I believe. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah. I um, think I did that too. Okay. So yeah, yeah I waited I mean, and I was like, huh, he's getting away. <laughs> he's just going to fly. Well, I guess I, yeah. I got a rocket launcher. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, also, I, you don't have to do anything in the, in the, in the beginning, beginning of the game, right? Either. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, maybe there was like, and I thought there was one know. of those hidden things where I was like, if I don't interact, maybe they will make the right choice. And it's like, no, you failed. Well, you know, and, and that's what I did in the first one. There's right. there's a point, a very specific point that anyone who's played it will know what it is, where I just kind of like didn't leave the room because I was trying to find the other option mm-hmm. where it was like, no, where's, where's the one where I don't do this? And yeah. the game's like, no, like... <laughs> Yeah. You're doing this, dumbass. Yeah. There was a sequence like I mean, I, I, you know, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm, I'm fully comfortable with my level of masculinity and femininity. Um, I was weeping during a sequence. That's how much I didn't want to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, openly weeping. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, this is the most horrible thing that this is making me do. And I, you know, like I don't say that like it's a like to make you think like, oh God, I don't want to experience that. Like you should. Like it's that's what gets you in the end like when it's all over and like you've you've let it settle for a day you're like fuck like you know like mm-hmm. that's what good you know dramatic things do is like get you and make you re- rethink things so yeah and, and then, i feel yeah. like everything on twitter kind of erases that take you have yeah or, or like has like made anyone who feels that way been like you know what i don't even want to talk about it because i don't want to fucking hear it from all these people well, yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know so many people are... as, as not as far as like, you know, like making fun of you or anything like that. But like people are just like, I just don't want to have an argument with somebody about the quality of this game. <laughs> oh. yeah. I, I just like I said, it's 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 a horrible it's a horrible ex- uh, feeling that you will feel while being forced to do some of the things. But trust me, when it's all said and done, it will it will kind of be worth it. <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, you know, it's a more so than like, you know, like I said, I, I always pick on Cormac McCarthy, but like you finish one of his things like the road or fucking uh, no country for old men. And like, it's all over and you're like, yeah, but 
uh, what does it ever get better? <laughs> like, you know, like you've just yeah. left me with bleakness. Like, you know, like, and, and I get like, I, I've said this about a lot of movies and I, I'm starting to realize that maybe it's just people think this is a, a good narrative thing to let your brain finish a story. You know, like I, I was talking about not liking things like Brokeback Mountain because it's like, not because it's a gay cowboy story, but because it's sort of like, hey, here's a problem. And it kind of sucks if you're, you know, in this, you know, Montana during, I believe, the 70s and you're gay. It's going to be a very rough life. But then it's like, yeah, but what do we do about it? Like, you know, it just kind of ends and it's like, that sucks, doesn't it? And you're like, yeah, but do you not have an <laughs> opinion on it? Like, you know, you're just showing me the problem and then we're done. So like I have a, I think I have a problem with like a dangling narrative like that. I, I love a good yeah. mysterious dangling narrative like the sopranos ending or 28 days later like you know mm -hmm. where it's like yeah but or or even total recall where you're like oh is it real dream i don't know like you know like i like thought experiment things but like mm -hmm. you know you can't show me misery and then just be like i don't know fucking figure it out you know we just were making you aware of it it's like well yeah. all right great like things to add to my anxiety pile you know <laughs> yeah it's like if 12 years, 12 years a slave ended with him just dying on the plantation right yeah, like, like yeah it, well that was a it, shitty 12 it, it, years like, wasn't it 11 and, and 11 <laughs> years and six months and it's like well you know yeah. like we didn't tell you how why it was only 12 years <laughs> so, yeah yeah because we murdered him at the end it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, so I like I said, but, I, you know, like it, this has a this has a, a definitive enough ending to satisfy this game, even if it's mm -hmm. like, fuck these people in a in a way too, <laughs> like fuck their you yeah. know, decisions and having to live with it. Anyway, mm -hmm. all right, enough about Last of Us. You should yeah. definitely play it if you can tolerate it. <laughs> all right, yeah. so I'm I'm curious to hear your full thoughts on the next one because you've talked about it a lot in the Discord. Yeah, um, but and it seems like you flip-flop depending on which section of the game you were in a little bit yeah uh so the other thing like it's so weird like i i think one of the last no quarters i was like man i haven't turned my ps4 on in like six months and then i you know they dropped two big exclusives that are only on that and i feel like that's all i've been playing is my ps4 because mm -hmm. i no surprise i also played ghost of tsushima the other big thing that got uh, released mm -hmm. um yeah ghost of tsushima is weird because it's like there are elements of it that I think are top tier, amazing. Like, I'm so glad that you can experience things like this in a game. The problem is, like, I think it's getting a little bit of that Assassin's Creed 1 thing where it's like, oh, new, this is a new locale. And this is, I've never seen this before in video games. And it's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, Assassin's Creed to play the game is a lot of repetitive, like, three types of stealth kills and pushing through beggars and streets. It's like playing the game mm -hmm. of, of the original Assassin's Creed is not fun, really. You know, especially when you've gone back and played more modern ones where they fix it a little bit. And, you know, maybe it's not your style of game at all. But that's not to say, like, I, you know, I at the end of the day, I really kind of disliked Assassin's Creed 1, especially with its bullshit fuck you ending that it had. But this one is like... Fair. It's it's fair. Like, it's, it's like everything progresses like you think it should um it's an interesting enough story it's just to me if i had to uh, say it was like any game that i don't love then it's sort of like horizon zero dawn like i like i like jumping in the world of horizon zero dawn and i liked existing in the world of zero horizon zero dawn for about 10 to 15 maybe 20 hours and then when it kept going past that i was like i'm really done with being in the world of horizon zero dawn like too much 
repetitive missions too much. Like I got it. Like I've already killed the biggest of biggest robots. I'm not scared of anything anymore. Just fucking in the game. You know, like mm-hmm. I hit that like God feeling power in Ghost of Tsushima about 10, 15 hours before I was done with it. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I was like, I, you know, there's no reason to stealth. There's no reason to anything. I can just walk into any village. I could walk into the fucking middle of the Mongol empire and just say, come at me, bro. And I would feel like I could Batman my way out of that fucking game at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And so to make me keep going for 10 more, you know, 10 to 15 more hours was just like fucking end already. You know, <laughs> like, like you've given me all the upgrades. Like I can do anything. And I am the ghost of Tsushima. Like, fucking in this game it just it just goes on a little too long but like it is gorgeous just like, end it yeah it is a gorgeous game and it's it's one of the few ones where the minimal ai mostly works for me um just talking about assassin's creed like it kind of does that like when you're just uh traversing the world it's it's a super minimal ai in fact like your quest markers and things like that are literally the wind. <laughs> so you'll set something on the map and be yeah. like, I want to go over here. And it's just like, you will watch the wind, like, you know, gusts of wind go across the fields and you're like, well, go towards the wind. You know, that's marking my, so that'll be your breadcrumb. Yeah. Kind of it's. And so like, you know, minimal UI elements until you go into combat and then it's like, all right, well you got to show your, your hearts and, you know, stamina meter and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's such a, it's such a, a weird game because it's like, they tried to create this this Kurosawa-esque masterpiece of samurai cinema, but it's like, it just doesn't have any of the weight or gravitas that his actual films do. It just feels so video gamey. So, yeah. yeah. And just throwing a black and white filter with grain on it doesn't change that. Not really. I mean, some people seem really jazzed about that. Cool, I guess. I mean, I, I think I've told the story before. I, I lived with a Super Nintendo that just one day decided it wasn't going to do color anymore and it wasn't my tv it was just like you could jiggle the output like for the first couple months that it happened you could like jiggle the sv or not this component cable whatever the fuck it was composite i don't know (laughs) but you could like get the color to come back briefly and then it was just like one day i was like no i'm done forever and so like i still played a number of (laughs) snes games in black and white (laughs) just because i was like well i I can't afford a new snes right now i'm 12 (laughs) or whatever (laughs) so i just lived with it so like you know putting a black and white filter on a a game is like no i I did too much black and white gaming already. Dude, it was the 90s. Jobs were out there. You could have gotten one. Sure. Yeah, they were everywhere. Fucking yeah. Everyone lazy, had like lazy job offers at all times. I was a little older than 12. I don't know when the SNES came out. 93? Is that about when the SNES came out? No, it was like 90, was it? 91. Was it earlier? Okay. Yeah. I never had one, so I couldn't tell you. My roommate had one in college. That's why I've played like all the, all the SNES games. Because I was suddenly like, wait, I don't have to go to class i could <laughs> just <optional. laughs> i could just play rad racer and so i did and i 100 donkey kong country which yeah i don't regret well i much i, I did platinum ghost of tsushima i do not recommend yeah. doing that <laughs> just I too just, much yeah i mean it's it was just it probably added another like five hours to when i was already done with the game but i, I kind of was like well, my brain is like you're 88% of the way through to the platinum. Like you can't mm. get this far and not do it. Um, so, yeah, it's it's goodish. Pet all the foxes, by the way. Like you know, there are these little yeah. fox shrines. Um, not all of them. Like so, you go to a place and there'll be like a little fox den in a tree, and then you follow the fox and he takes you to a shrine. Um, uh, and then you you know use the shrine or you know honor the shrine. Uh, mm-hmm. and 
and then most pet of the, the fox. Most of the time, like you know, then afterwards, the fox is like hanging out behind the shrine somewhere that you can walk over and interact and pet pet him. And it's the same animation every time. I don't care. It's it's adorable. And he makes these little <laughs> noises, you know, like foxes sound. It's like somewhere between the dog and a the cat. There, it's a great noise. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, not all of them because like some of the shrines are like you have to squeeze through this little area and there's nowhere for them to leave the fox. But oh, good. I'm glad that tech is still working. Oh, squeeze through, <laughs> squeeze through the thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Lots of that. Um. But yeah, it, I, it's it's coolish. Like it's it's the kind of game like I think you know the initial people that were like, "Holy fuck, a samurai game!" You know, like you know, we're going for this like authentic feudal Japan type thing. You know that they've gotten the game, and now I think other people are just be like, "Yeah, this guy's made like the infamous games. They're it's fine, but it's still fucking video gaming." Like you know, I I you know I'm all about the infamous games, but there's superhero sort of B tier. They're like B plus games. <laughs> like they're like they're not quite like A level games. There's still some jank to them. Kind of like the Just Cause games. You know, it's like it's it's not full B tier. Just Cause is probably a little closer to the B tier, but yeah, you know, the infamous <laughs> games are like there's still a little bit of jank in them. They're not that full polish, and so like it's those guys doing they're like single A games instead yeah, of triple A games. Sure, games. sure. Yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's they still did pretty good. It's still like yeah, but if you know Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, you know. Infinity Ward, one of these companies that decided to make a fucking samurai game, it would have been like polished as fuck, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> like this, this is pretty good. <laughs> well, speaking of masterpieces of cinema, oh right, here we go. Let me let me tell you about the latest Fast and Furious video game adventure. Have you said nothing about this on Discord or the he tweeters? He has made a point not to, so he can say it <laughs> okay. here and now. Great. This excites me. And honestly, exclusive. I'm kind of dying to know. Exclusive content for this podcast. By the way, this is Fast and Furious Crossroads. The, Crossroads. The Fast and Furious Crossroads. Uh, a legit entry in the Fast and Furious series takes place after part eight. Uh, okay. It, it features three of the actors from the films. Which you three? Get, you get Dom, you get Letty, and you get Roman. Okay. Uh, we are told that Ludacris is babysitting their kid which is why he cannot appear in the game. Uh, You're actually other... told that? But it, Dom mentions it to somebody at some Wait, point. Babysitting whose kid? Little His Brian. kid. Oh, did yeah. they end up with a kid at the end? Yeah, yes. they have a kid. That was that was the kid that Jason Statham was hard-boiling Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> yes. no, it's confusing because I was like, well, I don't remember Letty ever being pregnant, but it's it's because it was the hot Brazilian the... lady they got murdered on, you know, Elena. off screen. Yeah, Elena. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. anyway... That's that's how they can be in the game and Ludacris is not because he's babysitting. Sure, um, I want to play that game. <laughs> like, where's that game? Like, that, imagine Ludacris that, babies, Luda babies, right. yeah. Yeah. Ludacribs, Ludacribs. <laughs> Perfect. I would play the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Talk forget about, about those South, three huh? people. <laughs> forget about those three people being in this game because you mostly play as two brand new characters. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it, you mainly play as uh, Asia Kate Dillon from uh, John Wick Three, and uh, the lady who's the star of Star Trek Discovery. Okay. Uh, it is. I like her. It, yeah. yeah. Um, Michael is her name on Star Trek. By the way. Yes. Yeah. Peter Stormare is the bad guy. Hey. 
he should be where is he from he, this time <laughs> i who knows where he's from in this you're both uh, fast he, and furious <laughs> he is he is not from america right. he is not as weird as he is in um that other game until dawn yes until dawn he's not as weird as he is in that but he's pretty weird uh, he is trying to steal a thing that will defeat the missile shield that's around the United States so that other countries can bomb us. Hmm. So is, is this also like a new Star Wars game? <laughs> <laughs> you you basically have to stop him and his various giant hovercrafts and missile tanks and other dumb things because one person is a hacker and they have a hacking device on their car and so you have to drive real fast behind a thing and hack it. And then someone is a harpoon specialist, and they will harpoon the thing <laughs> to rip off the armor. And then the third person, usually Dom, has to like crash into it to make it stop going. Um, it's a real dumb story. It has lots of this highway is super straight and 150 miles long, so you can do the thing. Um, there's a lot of the movie's... Tendency. This has now become my favorite thing in, in any Fast and Furious medium, uh, which is using cars as, like, to catch people who have just done some insane, like, gravity-defying stunt. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of... The writers nailed Roman in that he says the worst, most unfunny things at all times, usually to end a scene, and then has all the characters call him out on it for being a, a to- totally unfunny piece of shit. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting interesting story, Fast and Furious 8.5 thing to tide us over until they battle John Cena and all of that. It sounds like they actually put money into it as opposed to uh, the one that you told us was, th- that, that became <laughs> the definition of why we don't trust the word Chuck Fine. Fast because and Furious was, Showdown, you mean? Yeah, yes, Fast and Furious one Showdown. of the worst games I have ever played. <laughs> Which Um, Chuck said was fine. His fine criteria being that you could play it and complete it. Yes. I played and completed this game. It did not Uh, melt your Xbox. No, normal humans cannot complete that game. Well. um, It did not kill your family. Therefore, it was fine. And it's all about family. So, therefore, it's fine. Family. Family. I don't have Um, family. I got video games. So uh, it's short. It's only about five hours long. Mm. Uh, I beat it in one sitting. Cool. That seems like a good $60 game. Yeah, it's got value. Um, <laughs> I thought it was only I, a $40 I, game. It's not. Was, That's it, I, was it 60 I, is it Most a, places were selling it for 50 I got it for oh, 50 Okay. So, But it was MSRP, $60. That's why yes, I'm questioning. Because yes. when I saw that announcement, or he's like, game of this year or whatever's coming, game of the generation's coming. And I was like, wait, that's yeah. a $60 full fucking game? Holy shit. Yeah, wait, so what's the $40 game we were excited about then? Uh, uh, the, the Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars uh, Squadron? Yes, Star Wars thing. Squadron, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, I enjoyed that it was only five hours. I, I liked, I, it was a fun throwback to when you could just sit down with a 360 game in, in an afternoon and be like, cool, that was a thing I did for five hours and I'm done with it. Although this does have a, a multiplayer component that they're awfully proud of. Um, it's basically like Need for Speed, but it's cops, bad guys, and then a third faction. So it's Ooh. like someone stealing a, an armored car someone trying to catch that armor car and disable it, and then the cops who are trying to catch everybody. So there's three factions going at all times. Um, 
And that's kind of interesting, but there was nobody playing it. Um, and speaking of playing it, it's not a fun game to play. <laughs> Fantastic. It uh, the not? driving the driving is ass. The driving is complete and total ass. Like you get oh, into so it's a like car. The other one. It's it's the it's appears to be the exact same tech as the other one. It um, oh well, fuck that game forever then. <laughs> You should have led with that. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for a big reveal. Oh. Um, I mean, yeah, did they bring in like one of the Project Cars studios or whatever? To make it this it one? is. It's the Project Cars people. and But that's that's got to be a lie. Okay. I, there's no way. There's no way they put any of their car tech in this. There's just no way. I'm the guy that put the, the woven leather steering wheel covers into the Project Cars cars, and I'm working on this. You know, yeah, it's like those no, lies must, of like, you know, from they must the have producers. All been working of... on making Dom look, you know normal because <laughs> he has a little tiny head and they've given him like hulk hogan muscles it's real stupid looking yeah it's it's janky as fuck <laughs> it's like 30 seconds into it i was like oh no <laughs> this... so that being said i'm not recommending it to anyone i'm certainly not recommending it to any of you um the multiplayer may be fun if this ever comes out like to game pass or something like that i think the multiplayer can be fun if there are enough people doing it because it's just fucking chaos but trying to do precise driving in that game fuck that <laughs> it's, it's bad it's not it's, it, it's not a well-playing game i thought the story was entertaining enough to drive me through it <laughs> um but it's it's like, on one hand, it's the definition of a B-tier game that I say I miss, which is true. That's what it is. It's a, it's a janky B-tier game that's short, and you can... If there were still places you could rent games, I would say, hey, rent that game. That'll be fun. Uh, but on the other hand, like, come on. We're almost in a ridiculous super generation of, of video game consoles. The game should not be this. So, it is not the game of the year. That's really unfortunate. I rest my case. Sorry, Chuck. That's okay. I, we were all pulling for you. I had a good time playing it, as dumb as it was, and then made all my money back on eBay when I sold it the next day. <laughs> well, glad to hear it. That it's gone. And that yeah, you won't even attempt to loan it to any of us. <laughs> nope. Learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, so did we. <laughs> was it Fast and Furious Showdown that I threatened to smash with a hammer, or was it Pimp My Ride? Pimp My Ride was Pimp My Ride was yeah. because it kept crashing. It, yeah, that's, that's not right. Fine because you could not you could not play, play it. it. Right, you cannot play it. Yeah, so the the argument. Not Chuck Fine. Yeah, Pimp My Ride. I think I would have having given... the wonderful Ghost Ride the Whip sequence yeah. in it. Otherwise crashed. <laughs> therefore, not fine. Nothing good about Fast and Furious Showdown. However, you could play the entire not fun yes. experience. You, you could play through it to the completion, which is what I did. Hmm. That's why it's fine. Yeah, I would rather play to the point yeah. of crash on Pimp My Ride than play through Fast and Furious Showdown. You if can I, play, if you I can play had Microsoft my choice Word, of games, it doesn't crash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just prefer doing things to completion. That's just my thing. Mm -hmm. I, I do enjoy completion. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> well, uh, to have that kind of control there. must be really nice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, control. I finally got to play the DLC because I bought it on Xbox and they delayed that or they, you know, had a PlayStation exclusive for months. I think I was bitching about it last no quarters and they released it literally that day or the next that day, day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, shit, I guess I'll download it. So finally, I only got to play it this week. Um it's 
more control <laughs> for better or worse, except uh, some of the enemies are worse. <laughs> and that game, like just, I want a freaking story mode for that game or just an easy mode because I just want to go through this new area because it's basically the foundation, which is um, from the sequence where you uh, meet with Ati, the, the janitor guy. And he goes down to like where there's a forest underneath the building. And you basically go through there and you end up in what basically looks like a Mars expedition. It's like red sand everywhere, and but it's in caves. And so it's a whole new area with, you know, which is basically where the, uh, the operations manager went mid-game. Where she kind of like just vanishes. She apparently went there and you're following after her. And yeah. There are enemies who are like guys who had pickaxes, like miners, and uh, they've gone crazy and they hit you once and they take away like 95% of your health immediately. Oh, good. Because it wouldn't be control if you weren't like, fucking shit, fuck, fucking god, fuck. And then having to go from the, from your uh, save point all the way back to wherever you were to get mm -hmm. back to that fight to do it all over again. Yeah, it's... The combat in that game still sucks. Like, I'll say it, I've got almost everything up, upgraded now because I, you know, I played some of the uh, the timed missions and basically got more XP, so to speak, to buy more abilities. And I've got all the abilities I want pretty much maxed out. And yeah, that combat is just not fun at all. And I see why Harlow quit playing it. <laughs> way earlier than I did because like the setting still compels me but it's just it's a lot of wandering around bullshit and then getting into a combat encounter that's just like god I just want it, I just want this over with so I can get back to actually playing the game which sounds dumb but I'd almost rather have like the control adventure game where you're just like no enemies you're just like going around solving puzzles and figuring shit out in this world because yeah so I, I haven't beaten it yet, but I mean, I don't regret the purchase aside from uh, the fact that I guess now they're putting out the Ultimate Edition, which is basically just the Series X version. And you don't get the Series X upgrades unless you've bought that version. And yeah, it's it's the double dip has begun already. So, you know, people like me who bought it are just like, oh, well, deal with it. It's also weird. I dug into that announcement and it's like it comes out digitally in September. It doesn't come out physically until like December. I just you got to wonder if that's staffing and COVID. Yeah, and yeah like a supply chain thing or it's got to be something like DVD that, pressers are unavailable right now or something. Uh, who knows? Maybe. But, but yeah, but at least we'll get the Alan Wake thing sooner, Yeah, which will be cool. Yeah, the trailer was cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I've definitely that's the one I'm looking forward to. This one was kind of like, okay, cool. There's more of this place, and it's you know a different looking area, and you get a new power. I don't know. They basically make you choose between two powers, and there's one that like will basically let you rip stuff out of the wall to make bridges you can walk on, and there's I guess the other power that lets you destroy some kind of thing that's otherwise indestructible. Mm -hmm. And I can see the areas, like, I, I picked the one that pulls the things out so that you can make bridges. So I've been able to get to a few areas using that. But that means I locked myself out of the other areas where you have to use have the ability to destroy stuff. So I'm hoping by the end, it's like, oh, yeah, and here's the other power. 
now you can go back and do the other shit, but yeah, it, it's got to do that. But yeah, that's they give you one new ability, which kind of I don't like it as much because sometimes it affects the ability to throw things at guys because it uses the same uh, right bumper oh. button, and that's like my bread and butter as far as like combat goes. Where I just want to, if I want to annihilate something, I'm going to chuck a big ass rock at a dude and watch him get crushed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's just like, no, I'll make a bridge now because you aimed a little bit over there too much to the right. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> this combat sucks enough. Don't do this to me now. Yeah, contextual <laughs> controls need to go away like somehow. I mean, I know there's not enough buttons on controllers really, but... But we've got, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 14 action buttons mm-hmm. on a controller. Yeah. I mean, did you count the D-pad if you don't use yes. the D-pad for it? Yeah. So it's like... Yeah. We've got 14 buttons. Let's fucking use them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing is, it's actually using them. <laughs> it's, is it it's, using like all the D-pad and everything? Yeah. I know yeah. that up on the Damn. D-pad is the map. I can't remember what left and right did. Yeah, but see, but... like, that's that's a cop-out because, like, you know, maps yeah, should can, all be on the back button. Yeah. That should be on yeah. the select button, back button, whatever the hell you want to call it. And like, hey, go to hamburger all the, button. Go to all the. Uh, yeah, you know, no, the select UI button stuff. or the, the, the twin boxes button, I guess is what it is. <laughs> That's the one that brings up all your mission objectives and your upgrades and all that. And your, your, your hamburger button is actually your pause button, which will straight up pause everything. See, it, but that's just it. Like, you know, start yeah. putting the pause slash, you know, UI, you know, map and all that should be one button pause slash go into that menu yeah. you know like yeah. and there, there you freed up two buttons on, on control at least you know so i don't know i mean you don't want to like use the d-pad for combat stuff but you know like you know I, things I mean, like things like, games where, like where you use d-pad for combat related stuff maybe like switching weapons and stuff but i mean like so many things are like yeah. oh let's put the yeah but a game like up that bumpers, you really don't want like, to take no. your thumb off the left stick i right. guess is the issue i would have yeah it doesn't so. sound as egregious, but I mean, like every time I started to play Control, it was just reminding me of like Mirror's Edge, where it was like, man, just take the guns out of this and it would be a better yeah. game. <laughs> like, and yeah. I think they did with the quasi remake sequel thing, whatever the hell it was. Like, they mostly Which took I, the gun out. Yeah, ne- I played the beta, I think, yeah. and then never played the actual game, even though I, I'm probably the biggest fan of Mirror's Edge out of all of us. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's weird. Like, I mean, you know, it's it's clear that the market is not ready for like non combat based triple-a games or whatever but oh yeah, yeah i sure hope we get there one day assholes will bitch that they're watch walking simulators now right that's what i mean you know it's like yeah. you know there, there needs to be room for like uh, uh, you know i mean alan alan wake technically is not really a combat game i mean you you suck at combat you're basically just shining a flashlight right like i mean like it's all about avoidance right yeah, yeah. So i mean you had some weapons like you had a flare gun i right. think yeah but, you do shoot well no you just get a more powerful flashlight, right? Yeah. I that thought just, it was just sears like, into people. Yeah, I thought it was just like, oh, now you can like, oh, this is like really Yeah, if you flashlighted them enough, I guess it would, would it disintegrate them? I can't remember now. I thought so. Yeah. Because the, the last couple times I played it, I played it on nightmare mode, which was basically like, you can't kill them. <laughs> so I, yeah. the flashlight was basically, you'd stun a guy and then run away. Mm-hmm. And, and your ammo was batteries. But, you know, pe- people didn't like that, you know? I mean, like most people, a lot of people didn't like that. You know, they're like, why can't I fight the bad guys? You know, yeah. God. <laughs> the atmosphere of Alan Wake is so damn good though. Like and it's because of that flashlight stuff, but Yep. Anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll I'll hopefully beat the 
DLC, and who knows, by the time we uh, next record, maybe the Alan Wake DLC will be out. So Should be. We'll see how that goes. So, BJ. Yes, I have no segue for this. I've been no. trying to figure out a segue. The seasons are but... changing. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This, so, you know what if you don't by the like... time that stuff comes out, it will be a new season. That is Speaking correct. Speaking of seasons. Speaking of seasons. Speaking season of nothing five. but combat. <laughs> yeah. um, so season five of Warzone is out. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone, for any of you that are interested in the uh, massively multiplayer online battle arena games or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I really talked about season four on the old podcast, but season four was hot bullshit because not only did they delay it like two weeks uh, because of the Rona and protests, I guess, um, they also shortened it. So if you got the old, the old battle pass thing, uh, it, you had like basically two fewer weeks to complete all of that. And I did not, but also season four was bullshit. There was nothing in season four that was really worth playing. Like they introduced like all these things to a couple new guns, some skins, but they didn't do anything with um with the with the Warzone map. They did a couple small things with multiplayer, but it was really like it it was extraordinarily low effort. Um they put the biggest thing that they did were or it was um they put a couple tunnels on the map, like a couple train tunnels on the map. Um, it was really, it was really fucking boring <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Um, for, a, you know, for all the hype for season four, they just did nothing with it. And at the time where people probably, I feel like needed the most distraction, you know, when they, they had time they for it. video game. What's that? I said they whiffed it. Yeah, just, they yeah. really did. Yeah. Um, however, season five just launched, and they did a whole bunch of stuff for season five. Um, there's a big stadium on the map, and previously you couldn't go into the stadium at all. It was just like a, it was a shell, and people had been able to like look through game files and glitch their way and see that there was stuff in the stadium. But they finally opened up the stadium, and it's got it's huge and expansive and there's um all sorts of detail in it and they added a um they added a interior retail to the big train station that's on the map and that's you know three floors and has all sorts of detail and stuff um yeah and they added it i don't want to interrupt you i was just going to say like for people that haven't played warzone you have to understand that like the maps that are in the multiplayer mode are things that are in the warzone map so like the Warzone map is yes. just so colossally huge that like you know this is like basically making a whole new like multiplayer map inside of a giant other map, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I mean, it's it's to scale. It's mm-hmm. properly to scale like, you know, you a lot of times video game stadiums and stuff aren't really to a, a very good or accurate scale, but this is this is you know stadium size like it takes you a long time to run around the concourse of the stadium um and that like like harlow said the map itself is is huge it's like gta map size almost um and 
they've also for the for the regular multiplayer stuff they've added three or four new maps but um they've also added a an easter egg sort of thing um it's hard to call it an easter egg because it's not it's just what what people call these things nowadays it's like you have to do a series of um a series of a few little tasks to open up a you know a secret room i guess it's kind of an easter egg but um but they put it at, at the stadium where everyone is going now because it's the new thing and it's open so um i haven't been able to really explore that at all yet um i've tried a couple times but um they i won't say they made up for what they did last season which was nothing <laughs> um because <laughs> you know what you did yeah i mean for what you they didn't what do did last, last season. season um but it's a it's a pretty significant improvement and surprisingly like i'm playing mostly on a launch edition xbox one and even though it gets a little clunky sometimes like loading into um loading into matches it'll it'll get a little glitchy every once in a while i am amazed that they're able to make that run on the xbox one and the playstation like i also have a launch edition playstation 4 and it runs pretty much fine on that too like i'm really impressed that they're able to make it run as well as it does on those systems like you know even the most basic version of the hardware that's available i'm i'm pretty pretty impressed with that but um they still seem to be having the same like something happened in season four and um there was a massive cheating problem with um with the during season four like um they there's something that they that they a design choice that they made with Warzone that really frustrates me. And that is um, on Xbox. Well, on, on crossplay is enabled. So you can play with people that play on Xbox or people that play on PC mm -hmm. all in the same match sometimes. Um, but the super frustrating thing is on, on PlayStation, you can turn crossplay off. You means you have to wait a little bit longer for a match. Um, but on Xbox, if you turn crossplay off, it won't put you in a match. Like, just plain and simple will not put you into, into a match in Warzone, either Battle Royale or Plunder or any of the limited time modes. Um, so you functionally can't turn crossplay off on Xbox. So you have to play with folks that are playing on PC. And guess where the cheaters are? PC. On the personal computer. You got that right. So um, it was really frustrating for at least a month. Um, and it's calmed down a bit now, but there was at least a month where it was just, you might as well not even play the game because you'd run into, you know, about a third of your matches, you'd run into somebody that was running some sort of hack. And, you know, you'd get laser beamed through a wall and there's your game, you know, and it's, it's quick to get back into a match, but you know, sometimes you could go, 
you could be 15 minutes in to a match and have a, you know, have a fairly good chance of, of getting that win. And all of a sudden somebody snipes you from across the map, you know, and you can watch on the replay. You can watch the, you know, their cursor go whoop and just like snap to your head, go and you're done. And there's no way, like there's a, there's an easy way to prevent that happening to you on console, which is to not play with the people that are playing on PC because, you know, no hacks on consoles yet. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. there are not, not as prevalent, not as bad, right? There are, there are like controller mods and stuff like the, like the FPS strike pack mods. And there's like anti-recoil mods and stuff like that. But it's not like, it's not wall hacks and it's not, uh, aim bots yet. Um, so yeah, there's a really easy way that they could have made that experience a whole lot better for um, everybody that plays on console, which is allow Xbox players to turn off crossplay. And they, they they just haven't even acknowledged hardly the cheating issue and wouldn't even entertain the idea of uh, letting you turn crossplay off. But aside from all of that bullshit, season five has been really good so far. <laughs> I like. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the coolest thing. Um, the train that they put the tunnels and stuff in for the train just shows up on the map now. And that's just this, this like eight or 10 car train that will just chug around the map and it's got loot on it and you can jump on the train. Um, and the best part about it is that it's not a glitchy, messy piece of shit. Like you can get on the train and you don't like randomly fall off and die to the train. (laughs) Um, you can run up to it and jump on it like you think you should be able to in an action-y first-person shooty video game. Um, can you get hit by the train and still die? Like, have Yeah, I'm pretty sure you oh, okay. can get hit by, like, the front of the train and still die. I was just thinking, um, like, I, I immediately want to, like, do some sort of, like, you know, Duke Dastardly, like, I don't know, like, cripple somebody as the train's coming, like, you know, like, stun grenade them or something. They're like, where am I? <laughs> you know, I just think that'd be... That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does destroy vehicles pretty handily as well um if you look up there's a group called the the mountain goats and they do silly stuff with like the helicopters and atvs like um the mountain goats like the band or not like the band uh, i mean band. spelled the same okay I mean, it's just, not it's not like, the band. I, well i mean these days you can't tell because it's like hey drake's on Fortnite. it's like <laughs> you know you tell me the mountain goats are yeah. in warzone and i'm like you mean the band <laughs> like I, I don't know <laughs> no not the band um right. but there's a there's a group of of players that call themselves the mountain goats that okay. do silly things in warzone like um a couple months ago they were um trying various ways to get various vehicles up on top of the um on top of the stadium uh they were able to get one of the um one of the SUVs like they drove it onto the blades of the helicopter and then flew the helicopter up and then drove it off of the helicopter onto the stadium which is very realistic um that's some battlefield shit right there yeah exactly yeah um <laughs> well, battlefield would probably just have you have like the mask button where it just like blades come out of the car and just turn into a helicopter because they're like what? <laughs> whatever we know you're gonna go up on the top of the building yeah. so we'll just let you do it as easily as possible so. yeah um but I'm, I'm back to enjoying warzone now that the some of the cheater situation seems to be either backing off or having been handled um 
but that's yeah that's the that's the Warzone report that went on a lot longer than I thought it would so yeah I have uh, been playing I bought four and I pretty much screwed myself because I only played it for like a week and didn't make any progress and now I don't think I have enough cod points to buy season five without giving them some real actual American dollars so cod yeah. points yeah. cod, cod points, points. <laughs> um luckily I only spent the money for the um season three battle pass and I've skated by on the earned yeah. battle pass cod well, when, points when I bought the then. game it gave me like 200 cod points or whatever so I bought you know I, my yeah. plan was to just keep earning slash getting those season passes for free but that didn't happen yeah I've managed it so far but yeah. um I did uh I did buy some extra points to have in in reserve I just like five bucks worth mm-hmm. um because there's this is the dumbest thing. There's one skin in in the game for the sniper rifle that I like that hasn't come up. It was like a season one or two, I think, um, battle pass skin, and it hasn't. It keeps avoiding me. Like they have a section where you can buy skin packs, and I keep looking for it and looking for it and looking for it. And uh, a friend of mine that I play with normally has seen it in in his um, in his store, his yeah, storefront, the storefront, but it's bad. never shown like up in mine. It's what? so weird how it's so random. Like, I, I don't get that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really strange, but it's called uh, it's called the oceanographer. Um, it's just a really slick looking sniper rifle. Um slick looking skin for a sniper rifle and I never thought I'd be the type that was like oh yeah I'm definitely going to buy that skin pack whenever I see it um, <laughs> but I am on the lookout for it now like well, I, I, I'm not going to lie I came pretty close because like I, I simultaneously was like excited and pissed off because I kept getting shot by the people that have like the the glowy bullets you know some of the oh the effects. tracers yeah yeah the tracers and I was like you know they came out with the purple ones and I was like oh I fucking want that and then I just kept dying to them and I was like Fuck, you know, like it was one of those things like you get so angry about dying from whatever random asshole, and then you're like, you spent money on fucking purple bullets, you asshole. <laughs> like, like it just became like another like way to make me make myself feel better about sucking at the game, I guess. But yeah, it's like you spent real money, loser. And I was like, I, I, I want your bullets, <laughs> just not in me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, that that's all I got yeah. to see. Yeah, that's the okay. that's a Warzone season report. Well, it's too bad you're not playing Ground War. I don't know. It's just <laughs> another mode on Call of Duty, and I'm going to talk about Grounded, the new okay. weird thing from Obsidian. Mm. That uh, you know, the people that make RPG games, like you know, odd numbered Fallout's and South Park games and stuff like that, and way back uh-huh. to like you know, odd numbered Baldur's Gates and stuff. I think, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they decided to make like a Minecrafty thing. It's I keep calling it honey. I shrunk the Minecraft because that's basically what it is. Like you're, you're little kids and you're like in the front yard or I don't know what yard, you know, you're just in a yard, but like, you know, everything is giant size to you. It's, it's basically honey. I shrunk the kids. Um, as I, I think I said, maybe last no quarters, I keep trying to find this like survival slash resource management game thing. That's going to click with me. Like I really like state of decay because it's while you have like things you have to take, uh, care of like you know making sure your camp has enough food and stuff it's like pretty much on a like a per day basis of in-game days um instead of like that constantly like 
you know, Sims style, like, oh, your thirst meter is just constantly going down the more you run. Mm -hmm. And this is back to that, like, you know, where you're just like very direct, like, if we run too much, like your guy will run out of stamina slash get more hungry and thirsty. And all you've got is like, you know, some nasty puddle water that you can drink. That's really going to like get you sick and like, you know, but help your thirst a little bit. So it's like the thing about ground it is, and I know it's early access. So I, I am prefacing all of my talk about it, that it's not a fully finished game yet. The problem with the ground is that it, it like it drops you in to like hard right away. Like everyone's talking about the arachnophobia that's going on with grounded and stuff, and uh, you know the spiders are like your one of your primary you know attack on sight kind of enemies, like the creepers or whatever in Minecraft, I guess. Um, they're there like right off the bat. Like you don't have any like, hey, get to know the game and like how things work. It's like I got attacked by a spider like within ten minutes of starting the game for the very first time, and like attacked and murdered by a spider, and I was like. I'm still just trying to figure out the controls and what the hell I'm doing here. And I don't need like spiders don't care. Man. I don't need like random pathing spider, like the alien coming out and just murdering me when I'm just trying to get, you know, used to the game. Um, I think it's cute. Like, I think like the, the, the idea of the game is really interesting and you've got, it can be a multiplayer game, I think. Um, but you've got different kids you pick from and they all have their like quirky little, like, you know, buddies movie style personalities. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I picked, I pick up. Is pick there a girl mud butt? I, I picked a girl who like plays basketball or something. And so she's just like, you know, like yeah. sports and, you know, like saying like <laughs> random things, like <laughs> just, you know, like they all have like their own little personality when they're doing stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's like I said, it's cute, but it's just like, you've got to like fix your difficulty curve. Like just, you know, like you should start in like some like safe area of the game where it's like, here's how you play, you know, here's how you construct basic stuff. And then, move out of the sandbox or whatever into like where there's spiders and shit like you know there just should be some safe section to get accustomed to the game because i also learned like i was like oh look an ant do i need do i need ant parts and i made the mistake of just like hit the ant and the ant was like yo i'm an ant and i don't know if you know how we work but i call in like 20 others <laughs> and they all come attack you like right away like otherwise ants are very passive they're just like yeah whatever you know i'm following my trail and doing my thing but you, yeah. you attack one and yeah you've got the whole Hive Shouldn't fuck with that ant. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever thought that that ant can't <laughs> murder <laughs> a rubber tree plant. Yeah, it's 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 fine. I, I they're 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 like arachnophobia settings are really dumb though. Like I mean, I understand like people were talking about this cuz a lot of games are like I have serious arachnophobia, tr- turn it the model to something else and it will make it, you know, something that doesn't look like a spider at all. The only option in this is a slider where it's like, "Hey, full hairy, you know, articulated spider down to like a floating head a spider like just the fl- spider head no, and it, no, no, it's just no. but it's like it's like the slider <laughs> like you know, almost, it's almost like the conan dong slider because it's like <laughs> you start with like full spider and then it's like well a little bit less and it's like well we took the fur off and then like next slider it's like well now the legs are gone and it's just so it's got like an abdomen and a head and it's like <laughs> all the way down to just like a discolored like you know taking all the uh, textures off the head that's like it's, if it's there weird. was a clown slider and it just like <laughs> Went down, uh, just down having no no clown makeup. Yeah. Well, no, no, just like not oh, just having the, nose. the clown body mm-hmm. wouldn't matter. If you still had the clown head, that would still be scary to people who are sure cholera. Well, but I mean, like the pinchers are gone. Like all the like things that make it a spider. It just it's sort of like here is like the leftover head with all textures removed. So it's just like this geometric shape that will come attack you. I guess I don't know. Like it's it's weird. 
it's a very strange slider. But again, early access. They maybe plan to make it into something else. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it'll make it turn into a clown. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> then I, that would make sure I will not play grounded. Like, and I look. I I'm I'm coping with my arachnophobia. Like, I am less just scared on sight of spiders as I used to be. Like. I don't know where it developed over the years. Like when I was young, I didn't give a shit about spiders, you know, like, and all of a sudden I just developed this weird arachnophobia. Now it's like, they don't bother me in video games. Really? You know, I'm not walking up and petting someone's pet, pet tarantula, but, uh, you know, like ones in video games. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of hit that point where I was like, I was like, let me see what the lack of spider option is. And then it was like, I, I think I'm like you. I was like, that's kind of weirder. <laughs> I don't like it. But yeah, it, I don't know. It has potential, but it's it's rough right now. And it is on Game Pass, so you can try it. Hmm. Free-ish, if you have Cool. Passed. Speaking of Game Pass, mm-hmm. I oh, tried so out shit. Darksiders Genesis, which is now on Game Pass. Oh, they finally made one for the Genesis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I have not 30 played years any, in the making. Yeah. I've not played any of the other Darksiders games. Um, oh, this is a, okay. <laughs> my understanding is they are kind of like third person, you know, over the shoulder camera. I, what I've been told about the first one is it's kind of like a 3D Zelda without Zelda, mm-hmm. but all the gameplay is kind of the same type of stuff, which sounds cool. I like. I I feel like I've been attempting to start those games for like ten years now, because yeah. I want to say that's when the last one came out was like, or the first one came out, I should say, but. I know it's been. I know they were like two of them were on the 360. Yes, and got remastered versions with stupid ass names for this generation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this one is basically it's it's sad. Harlow got up and left <laughs> because it's probably it might be good because it's basically a more arcadey Diablo. That's what I've heard. Yeah, with like it, but with as far as I can tell, it's just two player co op. But it's you don't need that second person to play the co-op parts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just kind of it lets you switch between the two characters. But it is very much it, it's it's it plays like Diablo just without all the crazy loot. But you are it is dropping. It, it, there's a couple problems because it feels oh. somewhat like a budget title in that there are a billion systems and it's just like, nah, just play. Don't worry about that. Just play the game. And you're like, okay. But there is, if you smack, you know, you kill an enemy, you're, you're mashing the X button, then you hit B to do your little shot thing on him and he blows up and he explodes into things. So there's like green orbs that come out. There's like purple boxes that come out. There's, red things that come out and then sometimes there's like these blue skulls that come out Mm -hmm. i don't know what any of them are (laughs) i don't have a clue i i I think the green ones are health because your health bar is green up top so that's kind of all i know but the game doesn't explain any of that and a friend of the show knobs was like yeah i played half the game not knowing there's a skill tree with upgrades and that's why you're picking up all those blue skulls (laughs) Because you're spending them on upgrades. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I think there's like one text box that pops up early on. And if you're not paying attention, you'll just kind of skip through it. And yeah, 
that's how you upgrade your guys. He's like, yeah, that's why suddenly the game got real easy once I upgraded my dudes. I'm like, I bet it did if you played half the fucking game without upgrading anything. Yeah. But I like it. I mean, I like the level design. Um, it is very specific linear levels, but there's exploration you can do to find because there's all sorts of bonus stuff. But I think that just the main issue is there's, it feels like there's a billion systems and they don't explain any of them. But I definitely, I feel like that would be a fun one to co-op. And, you know, it's kind of scratching that Diablo itch that I had cured for a while. Well, I, I'm going to spoil the inside baseball. I just walked up to get a, or stepped up to get a drink, <laughs> a refill. Um, yeah. Did I miss, did you say that if you played the other Darksiders games? I have not played any of them. Okay. So, I mean, with this one being called Genesis, is this a standalone not related to? It is still Darksiders. Okay. Uh, War is one of the characters, which I guess was the guy in the first one. Okay. And the other one you play is Strife. And Strife is sassy. Mm. He's, it's <laughs> I, weird. I've heard that. About, if you think, if you think Strife is sassy, you should meet Famine. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's really odd because uh -huh. like, I, it's hard to explain, but like everything in it is very much like like all of the like war when he comes in he's like we must take down the battle station the ballistas will will prevent our our progress you know like very straight serious stuff and then strife's like yeah well maybe if we didn't blow him up this wouldn't have happened you know he's it's it's weird he's like sarcastic about everything he says and he's got tood the whole time <laughs> Oh man, '90s Tude? Are we talking '90s Tude? Yes, oh, it, the best it, Tude. Like, almost more, actually more like if he's like an Attitude Era wrestler mm, in an action oh. game is kind of what Strife is like to me. Because he's kind of like talking shit and being sarcastic whenever anybody brings anything up to him, and they kind of show it from the very opening cutscene that they do, which is like a pre-rendered cool-looking thing. But then all the other cutscenes are just uh, that's what is it, Joe Madureira? I think is the designer for all of it. Sure. Like a comic book artist from the nineties mm -hmm. basically, but it's like his artwork, but doing kind of like that motion comic stuff with it. At least mm -hmm. the, the cutscenes I've seen since then going yeah, through mm -hmm. the game, but it's, it's fun. I mean, I'm, I'm liking it. It's mindless. It, it's a very good mindless, just press buttons and things die type game. And maybe okay. I needed that right now. I will have to go check that out. I mean, yeah, you, and it's on say, Game Pass, and it does have co-op, so we should give it a shot. Yeah, you say the Diablo keyword, and I'm immediately interested. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it plays very much. It, it's it's obviously like if if Diablo was kind of more combo based, mm. almost rather than like, all right, I'm building up the skill set, and this is what I'm going to do. It's it's so more it's like, like so it's like Diablo may cry. Kind of. Uh, that's that was actually how the next game I was going to mention. That's yeah. kind of like that where you're looking at all right, you've got these moves and you kind of, if you're chaining them right and, you know, if you're doing this for crowd control, that sort of thing. So, gotcha. yeah, but I'm, I'm liking it so far and, it, you know, it's it's not perfect and it feels budgety in some ways, but I, I feel like I need to just read an FAQ on it just so I know what the fuck any of that stuff is because I still don't even know, like, the little purple boxes that pop out. I have no idea what they are, but I'm like, they popped out of a guy. I got to go get them. Probably mana, or do you have some sort of magic system in there? Kind of. I mean, I know there's, um, you you upgrade your gun at some point to have like explosive shells and there's a limited number of those. So it might be those. I, I honestly don't know. Okay. Uh, like 
it's one of those games like it's just it's colorful shit blows up and i like it well i've often thought about i need to i keep thinking i need to jump into the dark siders games i mean they've got the remastered ones out there yeah I've yeah, that's I what think I'm saying. I like, them, I've been I trying like, several... for 10 years, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. been waiting to get into them, and I just haven't done it yet. Okay. Yeah, I saw an IGN video today on YouTube just randomly, and it was like, they got me to press play on the video immediately. They were like, is this Mass Effect meets Diablo? And I was like, I don't know, but whatever it is, show <laughs> me, me that. <laughs> uh, me what more. were they talking about? Uh, Something people can fly, it makes it. I don't remember the name of the game. Like People, people can fly is the name of the studio. So... I'm sure you can Google it, but I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the combat looked like, you know, Mass Effect style shooty combat, like the, mm-hmm. like the good stuff in two and three. But um, yeah, they were saying like the loot and progression system was much more Diablo-esque. Yeah. I, I want to say they did Painkiller way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or I shouldn't okay. say back in the day, but you know, Outriders. Outriders, that's the new game. It looks sounds, like it. Twenty twenty. Yeah, that sounds. Familiar. Yeah, they did Bullet Storm. That's the other one they did. I was, I was, gone. I almost said Bullet Storm, but that I yeah. was like, is that right? Dick yeah. tits. <laughs> so, as people can fly, the thing didn't Cliff Cliff Blazinski have something to do with Bullet Storm? Did he leave and go make that company because uh, he left Epic or whatever it was? I don't remember so, anymore. He worked with okay. them. And now he's when they made... uh, retired. Apparently, they retired. worked on Fortnite at some point. So, sure, why not? Lucky them. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. I use his Christian name, not Cliffy B. <laughs> oh, Clifford Blazinski. Yeah. Man, 90s dude. My, I'm Cliffy B. Yeah. I make video games. Yeah. Oh, yeah? If, yes. Oh. If oh, Cliffy yeah. B was in a video game, he would be Stripe. There you go. Well, I, why can I not remember uh, the other... Like, there was Romero and who's the other guy? The... John Carmack. Carmack, yeah. Was Carmack the one where it was like he's gonna make you his bitch yeah, that's, that's yeah, He's yeah. gonna make you his bitch. <laughs> no, that wasn't Carmack. That that was uh Was that Romero? No, that was Romero. Okay. You sure? Yeah, for Daikatana. Yeah. Daikatana. Oh, okay. I know it was Daikatana. I just can't remember which one of the two do. Yeah, that, that was, was Romero. Like, you know, really leaning into the nineties dude with mm-hmm. arguably the worst fucking game ever made. Like Daikatana, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, that game was shite. Like, I cannot shit. wait for the Daikatana Internet Defense League to Fine. come. Daikatana tear us to shreds. The one of the worst goddamn yeah. things I ever tried, and I'm talking about like I played it new. Like I was in the, I was semi in the hype. I wasn't about being made anyone's bitch, but I was like, I liked Hexen and Doom and all those kind of like things back mm-hmm. then. And Daikatana was so shitty. <laughs> like I could only play it like 20 minutes, and like I think I was back in the day when you could return games to eb games or babbage's oh, wow. right and i was like take this shit back yeah <laughs> i seem to remember who's, who's the, uh, the demo erasing my hard drive somehow hmm. that sounds about right yeah. yeah the late 90s were a fun time weren't they yeah they sure yes were. they were yeah i lost all of my napster songs all my oh, mislabeled no. napster songs were <laughs> all yes. gone what, what will you do without the entire catalog of metallica yeah and a whole bunch of mislabeled and misspelled songs. Uh-huh. All um, the all the parody songs attributed to Weird Al, even if it's yep. like an Australian dude. <laughs> it yep. doesn't yep. sound at all like Weird Al. That was yeah. very confusing for a long time. Yeah, was it Kevin um, Bloody? What's his thing? Do you know this guy? The other Australian crazy singer, Kevin Bloody. I think it's Johnson or something like that. I don't know. Uh, that's he sings these like he sings these like you know folk songs like you know about 
awful shit, it, like cursing and stuff. And you, I'm saying, like back in the day, you'd be like, "Oh, it's weird Al Yankovic because it's a funny song." Funny song. It's funny. It's like your parents calling any video game on Nintendo. Right. Yeah. 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 And then that's Kevin how Bloody like Wilson. The... Wilson was the last name. I just popped in my head. Some. What? Some of us. Kevin Bloody Wilson was the guy's name. He's an Australian. Oh. Okay. I'm trying to trying to garner garner favor back from all the Australians I've persecuted over the years with my terrible oh. accents. Accent. Mm. I know about your Kevin Bloody Wilson. Well, uh, speaking of Australians, um, I've been playing a lot of Elite Dangerous lately, and I don't know if I have mentioned why. Um, and I f- why? But I finally found the thing Tell about why. Um, the thing about Elite Dangerous that that makes it really stick with me, and that is playing with other people. Um, and I say speaking of Australians because. Uh, at least two of the other people that uh, I have been playing with are Australian. One is from Tasmania and the other, I have no idea where he's from, but they say the C word a lot. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and while that's not really socially acceptable here in the Americas, um, it is also hilarious and I love it. Um, (laughs) It's just, you don't hear it all the time several times a sentence like you do out of the Aussies. No, but, you don't. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so I I was doing some some grinding for money in Elite Dangerous. Go on. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. We've all been there, my man. You, you going know, to college now? You could get yeah, paid for yeah, that? Working my way through college. Um, but basically I'm on the free just, version of Grinder over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're not going to get a college education son um but anyway so i was you know doing some menial trading for for money and um they have <laughs> okay all right i'll get i'll get through this segment put the men in menial. we all um, know what you mean man You've been doing any drilling? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Well, not yet in the point of this story. Oh, um, right. So they recently released um, fleet carriers into Elite Dangerous, which are... Um, fleet Dangerous. <laughs> fleet Dangerous, yes. Very good. Episode title. Um, so, like, normally the biggest ship you can get is, like, 200 meters long. These are, like, ten times that. They're enormous. You can store a bunch of ships on them. Um, they can make longer um, longer jumps through the galaxy. Oh, so you yeah. can, like, instead of you can only jump 50 light years at a time, these can jump 500 light years at a time. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some trading with some fleet, fleet carriers in this one system because I just wanted to make some money quickly and easily uh just do a little space trucking thing and um they also introduced a thing where even if you're playing in the solo mode there's a a system chat which is the uh whatever star system you're in um you can still kind of chat with people so um i started talking to the guy that owned the fleet carrier because um i was trying to negotiate better prices for my for my goods that i was selling to the to the fleet carrier and uh eventually they're like the guy's like hey we're gonna jump to the next system and start selling all of this like start taking all the stuff that i bought from you and 
selling it to this other station um, for, you know, for even yet more profit. And I was like, okay, cool. I will go with you because I'd never seen a fleet carrier do its thing and jump from uh, system to system. So I hopped on the fleet carrier and it's, it seems like it's going to be really fucking cool up until the point that it's just boring. Uh, unfortunately, cause like this massive horn goes off, which you wouldn't hear cause you're in space. Um, mm. there's a lot of cool noises and a lot of like neat radio chatter that goes on in the background. Um, and then it takes you like, if you're landed on the carrier, it takes you into the sort of hangar bay. Um, so but you don't like get, if, if you landed on a normal starport and it decided to move basically. Right. Yeah, like, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but you can, until you, um, until you do the jump, you can stay on the surface and watch like people land and, and leave. But the fleet carriers don't really move except for in their orbits because they, they park at planets or stars and will just orbit like everything else orbits. So it's not like a, it's not like a, a flyable craft. It's just a mobile Correct. base, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's a mobile base. So yeah, it's like the that's... it's like the GI Joe flag. It's not really like a vehicle. The USS Flag. Remember the big carrier? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. You, I wouldn't call it a vehicle because it's six foot long and there's no wheels or anything. <laughs> but it's a playset. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's sort yeah. of a playset. Okay. Um, that you can land your, you know, your sure. ships on. Okay. Um, and it's also, it's also kind of like just a mobile. Um, starport mm-hmm. um but i was all excited because i was going to see the jump and i assumed that it would look different from a, a normal hyperspace jump um but it's more boring because it puts you below deck and you can't do an outside view or anything you just have to sit in inside your ship looking at the <laughs> wall while it kind of goes near 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 <laughs> It was so dumb. Now it sounded cool, and like the concept of it, like from a from an immersion standpoint, I was like, "Oh hell yeah, this is pretty cool." But from a hey, video games do awesome things standpoint, it was pretty fucking boring. Yeah, you're you're just um, the guy that's like in the you know working in the Jeffrey's tube when they decide to go like warp nine. You're like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going so fast right now. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it's got a little counter at yeah. the bottom that says, like, what phase of hyperspace travel you're in. I'm like, cool. I get to watch a dial. <laughs> awesome. It's like, this is just like watching my PC install a, a program. Hooray. Um, but, you know, several that, hundred that light years. That would be the, the space bar. What's that? <laughs> the space bar. You were watching the space bar. <laughs> yes, I was watching the space bar. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the end, you're a few hundred light years away uh, from where you started, which is pretty cool. Because, like I said, normally you're limited to fifty or sixty with a normal, you know, with a normal ship. But um, we started talking, and the guy's like, "Hey, join the squadron," and I'm like, "Okay, cool, I'll join the squadron." He's like, "Okay, now, now join." join our wing which is like a squadron is a like a guild or whatever and a wing is just like a sort of an informal small group and uh so it's smaller i thought a wing was bigger no squadron's big wing small yes okay yeah <laughs> All right. squadron large wing small um and 
So it's like, okay, cool. And it turns out if you're winged up when you're doing trading, you make more credits for some in-game reason. I don't know. But you make more credits. And the guy's like, hey, okay, uh, we have a Discord too. Just check out the squadron information and join the Discord. And so I joined their Discord, and it's a bunch of really cool folks. And they just like playing video games together and chatting on Discord while they do silly things in video games. So I've been playing with those guys from the uh, Blackforge Trading Company. Um, and they kind of do a, a light role play with it. It's not like, you know, you must be in RP. They just, you know, tend to lean towards trying to make it feel a little bit more like it's a, you know, like it's a real thing. Um, space is but, real. Yes, space is real. What we are doing is not. Oh. Um, but just uh, Saturday, they decided that they're going to go on a mining expedition. Um, and there's no real reason to it. Cause like you can go off and like a hundred light years from where we are and do all the mining you want and make all the credits you want. But they, they decided that it would be cool to go 5,000 light years from where we are and take the whole squadron and all four fleet carriers in the squadron out to this remote ass system far from everywhere and like okay we're just going to be out there mining whatever we can find um they sent somebody took a took one of their small ships out there to scout it out and on saturday a bunch of folks from the from the squadron were on on discord and just hanging out while the fleet carriers were jumping because even though they they can jump like 500 light years it still takes a long time to to do that kind of um it's like once you jump into a system, there's a five minute cooldown. And once you initiate the jump, it's 15 minutes from there. So it's basically 20 minutes per jump. Um, and it was 20 minutes per jump, 500 light years per jump, 10 jumps. So 200 minutes, it's 10 or 12 jumps. So somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 or Yahtzee. something minutes. Yahtzee. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was just us like hanging out flying out to this remote ass star system. Um, and it was cool. Like it was, the gameplay was boring, but the, <laughs> you know, the experience was cool. Cause it was a, it was a fun way to, to do the boring thing, like hanging out with some people that I enjoy um, talking I suspect, to. I, I suspect you were living like what we see in a sci-fi movie where it's like, they're just like, boo-boo-boo-boo, 20 minutes for, you know, jump to initiate. And then it's like, Hey, wacky jokes and stuff in the meantime. And then 20 minute thing happens. You go back to work for a couple 30 seconds and then back to jokey times. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> yeah. um, there was enough, there's enough time to, um, to like launch your in between jumps. There's enough time between the cooldown and, um, and when the pads lock down, the uh, landing pads. Um, there's enough time to like fly your ship out and fly around a little bit. So every time we arrive at a, um, you know, at our next stop, um, two or three of us would pop out of the, you know, pop out of the hangar bays and launch off and fly around and do some, like do some light exploring, like scanning planets and stuff. And then everybody'd fly back and we'd lock down and fly off again. Um, 
and we actually we didn't have every all like all four carriers weren't jumping as a unit um because one of the carrier guy owners is in australia and um but two of them were jumping almost at the same time and uh, one of the guys got called into work one of the fleet carrier owners got called into work so i had to like jump onto another guy's fleet carrier to to continue going along it was kind of it's kind of funny it was like he's like uh i gotta go guys i'll be back in like two hours and i was like well i'm not gonna sit here for two hours and wait for him to come back um and luckily the the other guy had jumped into into system at the same time and i was like hey don't leave yet i'm coming <laughs> just fly my little stupid little ship out um, and so Does it that's that what we. When you fly, can I get that option? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I think you might need to check your like work core or something. <laughs> yeah, check your fan belt. Yeah. Don't worry, my my graviton inductor is fine. Um, <clears throat> it's it's that's just what those ships sound like. Ah. Um, but I did like. I also brought all of the ships that I own out with me because you can transfer ships to a fleet carrier. So I brought all of the ships that I own with me. So I have my own personal fleet of like six ships that I can take out and do. There's nothing to do out there but mine, but I can take them out if I if I want to. Um, and that's what we've been doing is we've just been like, you know, six o'clock comes and everybody is off of work and starts to log on and we all go out and mine and curse about how stupid mining is and how hard it is and how this is a bad spot that we picked and we're 5,000 light years from nowhere and there ain't shit out here. And it's sort of like having a, having a job that's actually fun kind of <laughs> like, you know, you don't have to actually give a shit about it. So uh, just like your regular job, I guess. But um, if you don't, if you're not making money here, you won't starve. So, so that's that's a bonus. But I, I think my my main point is if you have enjoyed Elite Dangerous but not found it any any more rewarding beyond sort of the most basic stuff, find some people to play with and uh squadron up and get on voice chat and fly around and do stupid space shit together. Words to live by. That's all about all I have to say about that. Okay. Sweet. Let's take a break then. Break. Okay. second half hey hey still a motherfucking video game podcast it still is man so chuck cool. yeah what you been up to man so there's like three segues i could make from games that we just talked about in the first half but make uh, all of them but you put I, this in the second half so you get no segues no segues it's no. a fresh start uh i've been playing the outer worlds which is uh made by the uh makers of grounded hmm. obsidian oh uh it's a space game 
Oh, like um, Elite Dangerous? Like Fleet Dangerous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this game is basically Fallout New Vegas meets Bioshock meets Dragon Age meets Mass Effect. Hmm. That's it's all of that wrapped right. into one. It's um, It's got the... The, the quest system, like a Dragon Age Mass Effect game, you've got companions, you've got companion quests, side quests, uh, you pick, you get a total of six companions, you pick two at a time, there's constant dialogue, everyone talks to each other, they've got different things to say, obviously, to different people, different people say different things on different planets, stuff like that, it's, it's a space game, so you're flying around, going to other planets, doing stuff. Um, I would say it's got the combat of a Fallout game. Although it's it's I think it's more polished than that. Does it have vats? It has a vats type thing, yeah, where okay. you bullet time. It's got some ridiculous name that I don't even remember, but yeah, you hit the right bumper and you 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 slow down time and you can target certain areas and it tells you like hit them here to blind them, hit them here to shatter their armor or whatever. Um, unfortunately, there's a there there's an achievement for shooting fifty dudes in the in the crotch, so. I've shot literally every everything. Doesn't even matter if it's a person. Like if it's some worm creature, I'm like, "Where's this thing's crotch? I'm shooting it." Yeah, <laughs> give me them points. Wait, does a worm have a crotch? I don't know, but okay. I, I'm, I'm. It has a cloaca. I mean, I'm, it's got to have some nethers, but I mean, not really a crotch. Yeah. I'm doing the bad guys thing in RoboCop when I slow down time. It's just find where the crotch is and shoot it. Um, Maybe worms are all crotch. It could be. <laughs> Like the top side, probably not crotch. Maybe when two under, worms are underside. fucking, then there's a crotch because, like, <laughs> between the two worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you get a slow motion X-ray of uh, no? There's of shattering not, some balls. No, there's none of that. Oh. Um. So, this game is is super polished. It's super well done. It it's honestly, it's a better game than Mass Effect Andromeda is. Um, and I'll, I'm a I'm a defender of Mass Effect and Dramata. I thought mm. that game was fine. I played through that game without any problem. It, it was janky and not as good as the first three Mass Effect games, but it was see, okay. See also the I, first half for explanation of Chuck Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right, maybe um, slightly better than Chuck Fine. Chuck's not the only one I've heard that's that's basically said that about that game. Yeah. So it, the the game's only real problem is that. It is so front-loaded with dialogue and story bits that the balance of going around and having lengthy conversations with characters to actually doing stuff in the world like shooting things is way off. It's like for the first few hours, it's like 90% conversation and 10% video game. So it's kind of like Mass Effect in that way. I, I guess. Does but it this feel just... like you're stockpiling a bunch of quests? And they finally no, not really. At the them? beginning, you're just kind of you're isolated to this one area, you, and it you start to wonder like, is the whole game just in this area? Does it ever open up? Um, it does, but it just for so long you're in one specific location doing very specific things and talking to so many people that it just seems like, wait, have I been fooled? Like, is there not really game here? It's just talking to people. Uh, it eventually opens up more and there's a lot more to do in the world which is good it's just a weird start uh you kind of have to power through that um but like the man when you're on planets and you look up at the sky boxes they've created they look amazing like they are really it's cool space shit and that was kind i didn't know that's what i needed right now but that's what i needed right now um 
my only complaints about it, other than the way it starts, is that um, so it skips, it, it cuts corners on a couple of things, which is mildly disappointing and probably only to me. Like the thing we were talking about with Elite Dangerous, where where BJ wanted to watch the the big dumb ship fly through the thing. Um, so you have a you have a galaxy map basically that you use to move to different planets or space stations or whatever. But the only space travel you ever see is a blip moving across that map. You never like I'm the dumb idiot who loved seeing the Normandy undock and fly off and you know go through the the Mass Effect relay and then you know emerge somewhere else. I was just like, yes, I will watch this every single time. It's so cool. This game just skips all of it. You like punch in your coordinates and then you go and then immediately your computer tells you you're here. <laughs> you see none of it. And Ooh. that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. Uh, the other thing is that you're a silent protagonist. Also boo. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer. Cause there's so much dialogue and I, I wish I wish there was a character actually voicing it. And the weird thing is, is, like, the first thing you do is create your character. Like, actually, you know, design your character. But the whole game is first person. You never see yourself. And you have no voice. So I don't know why it asks you to do that. It's, it's just, it's unfortunate. And <laughs> it's weird because occasionally people will refer to you by pronouns. And I had gotten about 10 hours in and forgot I was playing a lady character. And someone said, well, ma'am, hello. And I'm like, wait, how dare... Oh, wait, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, I am a lady. I forgot because I haven't heard my voice ever <laughs> or seen what I look like. So, um, but yeah, like the a couple of the companions are really good, like really good characters. The first companion is one of the best video game characters. Uh some of the other companions are absolutely fucking useless, just like Mass Effect. Like, you're not taking Anders anywhere, or whoever that lady was, <laughs> the lady version of Anders. Um, th- there's always going to be two people you leave behind on the ship. It's just like, mm-hmm. I will do your loyalty mission because there's an achievement for it, but man, I, they have given you zero personality aside from, I'm a dude! <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> dude? <laughs> I'm going to go solve your little problem and then I'm never taking you anywhere again. <laughs> you can hang out in the little kitchen area on my ship and um it's got it's got a good sense of humor. It's got ridiculous amounts of loot. Um it's got encumbrance which just man fuck off. <laughs> but uh yeah. I don't like that. Um last thing is that if you're going to play this game and you should play this game, it's on Game Pass and it's really good. Uh there are several difficulty levels and I decided to play it on story mode because that was usually what I go for. Story mode's too easy. Oh, Chuck, you're not a real video gamer unless you play it on ultra mega thunder difficulty. It's got like a survival mode where you have to actually feed yourself. And I was like, no, I don't want that either. So (laughs) I'm not doing any of that bullshit, but there's a step up from story mode. That was probably a better video game experience. Um, So yeah, that's my advice. Don't play it on story mode. There's almost less video game in it because of story mode. It's almost like the shooting is an afterthought. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's got it's got dumb space sci-fi weapons, and you do a bunch of weird shit, and it's it's fun. It's it, I needed a Mass Effect Dragon Age type game, and this one it 
when it first started, I was like, oh, this is cheap. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's not. This is actually pretty good. So hmm. uh, I, I didn't put them on the list, but you bringing up Mass, Mass Effect Andromeda makes me realize two other games that I don't have a lot of thoughts about, but I did play. So mm-hmm. uh, I did try Anthem because uh, oh, right. yeah. of the dumb <laughs> EA access. You know, I signed up for 99 cents so you could have me play old football games or whatever achievements thing um but i was like man i should probably play or try anthem while i have this because yeah anthem's so weird because like i feel like i feel like i might have enjoyed the control aspects of that game like the flying around and stuff but there's something about that game it is just like if you thought destiny was hollow anthem is super hollow mm-hmm. like it's so weird like i was so completely not invested in anything that was happening because of just yep. how like generic it was, um, so I yeah it's, I dropped off bad. pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one is uh, I I talked about a little bit about playing Astroneer uh, like a long ways back. I think when it was still mm-hmm. early access. Um, that's one like it's worth checking out again now that it's a it's on Game Pass and b it's like a you know full fledged game now. Um, they have done so, some improvements to that. It's it's still a weird Minecrafty you know like digging and resource management game but like it's it's cool because you're in space and it's kind of like it's like a more extreme version of the no man's sky ground parts you know Hmm. where it's like you're this is what it's all about is like you're on the ground and like you know if you're near this you're getting oxygen and supply but if you go off with just your tank you've got to watch the oxygen meter you can build like tethers so you can like drag an oxygen tube basically with you um and then you know work work your way over here so it's 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 just it's neat like the you were talking about the skyboxes and stuff being neat. Like Astroneer has got a really cool look to it for being kind of p- pixel art's not fair. It's like cutesy art, like slime rancher style art. You know, it's like, okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, whimsical kind of art, you know, not p- pixel art. It's just like, Hey, it's kind of whimsical and proportions aren't right. And, you know, but it doesn't matter. It's look at these weird plants and stuff. So I'm just <laughs> saying it's, it's worth like giving it another check, another look now that it's like a fully fledged game and, like there's there's something more there and i think i i thought i, I kind of liked it before but it was a little confusing it didn't have a very good tutorial like section at all in the in the early access stuff hmm. anyway i yield my time fuck you <laughs> all right <laughs> definitely got no segue for that yeah. uh but resident evil 2 mm-hmm. i think i've done everything i need to do in that game i also um do you did, have some, did something achievement points? What's that? No, I didn't. I didn't have that. Um, but I wanted to move on to other games. But I did do something I haven't done in a long time, and that is uh, bought all the secrets. It was like two bucks on sale uh, through one of the Xbox sales, and it's like, all right, get yourself the rocket launcher and all the costumes and all the infinite weapons and all that. And I was like, all right, two bucks. <laughs> It's like a Coke at the convenience store. So, so is like, yeah. are you talking like horse horse armor, or this is like actually unlock things that like these are stuff? the things you could unlock all of these in game if you okay. were to like beat hardcore mode in under two hours using only a night, you know that sort of shit. Sure. I can't okay. remember exactly, but I, I know I know the the circumstances of getting like the infinite rocket launcher was possible, mm-hmm. but after my Resident Evil Zero dying on literally the last. 30 seconds of the game and losing everything I had done. I was like, you know what? I don't need to do that. And I want to run around with the rocket launcher. So that's what I did. (laughs) 
paid two bucks and I got to run around with a rocket launcher because I I did the the type B playthrough or whatever, which you know you beat the game once and then it says okay it's unlocked for this character. They have a B run, which mm-hmm. they act like it was going to change a lot of things. It starts you in a different place and it has one scene at the end and maybe like a scene in the middle of the game that you know there's a like two alternate paths maybe but you play through so much of the same game just to do that b run that it's almost not worth it but at the time it was worth it it was like a whole new game i guess new game plus i guess but not really and i mean especially if you've beaten the a version with both characters it's kind of even less anything to it the only thing is like it kind of gets you into the place quicker with more doors unlocked so it's kind of faster to get through the police precinct part but it also throws mr x at you like immediately like you're in the you're in the police station it's like all right oh lord he coming and you're like god damn it but with a rocket launcher it's just like oh he's in here now okay i'm gonna hit him with a rocket in the face and then he takes a knee for 30 seconds while i run to the other side of the building disrespectful yeah yeah he really yeah but i mean that that game's still great i mean i i i gets one of the highest possible recommendations i can give but Mm -hmm. uh you know it's i'd almost recommend if you've beaten it once let's put it that way if you've beaten it once spend the five bucks or two bucks when it goes on sale and just unlock all the shit so that you can run around with the rocket launcher because it's a lot more fun to just explore that place when you're not like dying constantly (laughs) well okay so as someone who doesn't necessarily care about any sort of challenge in the game it's weirdly like can you buy this five dollar pack and play your initial playthrough Yes. With the rocket launcher? Okay, so you could just cheat your I'm, way to... I'm 99% sure okay. that you can, yes. Pay to win, ruin the game. Well, yeah. You could also <laughs> play, like, well, I mean, like, even if you didn't, you could play that play it through on baby mode, hmm. like, where your health will regenerate and that sort of stuff, which is fine, too, you know? Yeah. I'm just curious. I, got, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, like, I, having never really played any Resident Evils, except for a little bit of the first one, never to completion... Mm-hmm. And Code Veronica and Four. That's all the Resident Evils I've ever played at all. Like I played. You the never demo played for Five. Two. No, I could have sworn I co-op that with you, but I guess not. Well, no, yeah, no. Maybe Five is the one I'm actually meaning. Yeah, the one where they're like in Africa and shit. Sure, <laughs> I don't know. There were some zombies, maybe. Yeah, it was on the 360. Oh. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I mean, there, there are zombies. But, yes, it no, is that, you're right. Four is another one that I, I never actually finished all the way. Yeah. yeah, but five, yeah, five is the one I finished. Code Veronica and Five are the only two Resident Evils I've ever completed. Yeah, barely even oh. played like one, two, and three. Played a little bit of one. Tried the demo of two because that was back in the demo days. And mm-hmm. Played that opening, you know, level a couple times. But oh, I guess I've now beaten zero, one, two, and five. So I'm really climbing up the ranks there. Harlow, I think you would like seven. Okay, I don't. It's not that I dislike them. They're just they they're never one of those things that like really completely clicks with me. No, I know. I'm just. Like, I think you would. I think you would enjoy seven. I think yeah. seven would be like that's a good video game. Well, I, I, like I'm super interested in two because like I I like I, I remember like wanting to like one and two and I, I don't think I even even tried or saw three ever. But wanting to like them, but you know, kind of even at the time being like fuck these tank controls. Like this is <laughs> awful how this plays. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm liking the setting and everything, but yeah, 
Well, I I think you'd like to. Okay. Yeah. I I mean the the remake is just it's it's so well done and it controls like a modern game which, you know, makes makes a huge difference, obviously. So, I have this down later on the list, but I feel like this is actually a really good seg for me to talk about something else. Okay. <laughs> it was Go for at, it. at like the very end of this half, but I I I've recently tried to get back into trying to play the Lego games. Uh, huh. Specifically, I tried Lego Marvel Superheroes and Lego Marvel Superheroes Two. I mm-hmm. did finish the first one, um, but yeah, the, the, what strikes me here is like I, with the exception of like Diablo or something where it's just like I just want to go and collect more loot or keep having the fun I'm having. Uh, I don't like games that are like yeah, play it again, yeah, do do it again, do this again, run this level again, but but now you have this, do this again. And those are like the quintessential version of that. So like I kind of hit the like, well, I beat the basic story on that. I don't think it's a very good game. (laughs) Uh, So I have no desire to like go and grind and get all of those things. Uh, I I guess the biggest thing, like I've been trying really hard to like think of an analogy for like why I just don't think the Lego games are ever going to click for me. And part, part of it is like what I want out of a video game like I, I'm going in those like this should be like a, a slightly dumbed down version of, of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I mean, that's what those games should be. You know, all that roster available to you, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like it it can't even it can't even remotely hold a candle to that. You know, it's not even close. Um, but yeah, I, I think what I kind of finally landed on for my metaphor is the Lego games are like the Kevin Smith of video games. They've. They've been around a long time. They've made a lot more than you think they have. And you would think they've gotten better at it, but they haven't. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, because like, there is a four-year difference between Lego Marvel 1 and 2. Same fucking game. Same broken, just broken-ass game. I mean, they're they're broken games. I'm sorry. Like, I know people like them, but like, I, I literally, like, I started 2, and I knew, like, I wasn't going to finish 2 ever because two drops you in uh to like you're on the guardians of the galaxy ship the the milano and it's like you know it's very centered around like the first one's kind of like yeah we're dancing around that it's kind of like we're kind of following the mcu stuff but not really you know like they bring in um what's his face to voice colson you know like uh and that's clark clark, clark right? Greg. but yeah <laughs> they bring but in like, agent colson to voice yeah. colson <laughs> i couldn't remember the actor's <laughs> name for a second but um and two is just like, oh, yeah, like at this point, like that's what everyone knows is the MCU. So it's like, here's Guardians of the Galaxy. And, you know, they actually come out playing the uh, the, the music, you know, like the f- ships is flying across the as it's playing. Uh, what, one of the one of the songs from the soundtrack. I don't care. But <laughs> I'm saying like how broken it was right off the bat, because um, I was like, oh, this has got four years difference. This should be a better, less janky game because plus, plus it wasn't the cross generational era where they mm-hmm. were like, we don't really know what we're designing for. But here we are, like a design a game, totally designed for this co- this console generation, and I, it's like, hey, there's an emergency hatch out here. That's how we're gonna escape the level. So I punch some things, and I find the thing to build, and I build the thing on the wall, and I push the thing on the wall, and nothing happens. Basically, the game glitched, and like I ran around that ship for 15 fucking minutes. Like, all right, what else do I have to do to open this fucking hatch? Until I was just like, what the fuck, and just reloaded it. It was like did the same thing again you know 
built the little thing on the wall, pushed the button, and the hatch opened like it was supposed to. And I was like, your game is fucking broken. Like, I did the thing. I did, you know, no visual clue that, like, I should be have done this or I should now go here. It was just fucking broken. And so, like, yeah. I mean, this is a game from a mere three years ago and 48 Lego games later, and it should be better than that. And I understand that people, like, have fun with these with their kids and stuff like that. You know, like, local yeah, my players, stuff love like them. that. Yeah, I mean, like, like there's... Them. But we, we, we should be deserving a better quality of game. Like, I mean, like, at this point, like, just fucking get better at it, guys. Like... I mean, it's it's like it's it's funny because like they share the initials and I always get confused. But Traveler's Tales and Telltale, they, can, they might as well have been the same fucking company because it was like as long as they did it, you'd think they would have gotten better at it. But they weren't, you know, like they were still kind of janky games for the most part. And they just keep selling like it's so it's so annoying that like that's the level of like they're almost shovelware. Yeah. You know, but the, the, then there's something kind of cute in them. Like it's it's weird. I, I don't get it. Like they, they clearly like love what they're referencing, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the people that got together to make Lego Marvel superheroes must have been like, I can't believe we as WB games got the Marvel license. Like that doesn't make any sense. You know, that's why they were making all the Lego Batman ones at first. Cause it was like, yeah, we were already putting this out. I, I had to make some kind of weird deal yeah. to like basically have the company that owns the, their competing comic thing, make comic game or you know, a game for their com- competitor basically. But like when you finish that game, like, over the closing credits, it starts playing like, like a super Easter eggy, like it's the Mighty Marvel Marching Society theme song, which was like the very first Marvel theme uh, fan club, like back in the like sixty three or four or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Like, and they had this like they got together like Stanley and everybody like made this dumb like marching band song, and you know you got like one of those like weird single sided forty fives in the in the mail with that song on it, you know, and stuff like that. So it's like they dove like d- deep into like the nerdy ass archives of marvel stuff and then we're just like yeah but slap it into our broken ass like game and then you know we're gonna ask you to play this broken ass game again and again and again and again i mean i'm just looking at like what it takes to unlock certain things like i was just counting shit it's it's i was counting the number of characters i was counting like the you know how much it takes to like get like oh double studs and the stud attractor and things where you don't have to like studs are what they call the little like pegs on the lego by the way not like your actually going out and getting dudes or horses but uh <laughs> no like dudes, so like you know you there should. are bonuses for like getting more in-game currency that which happen to be studs and and also one for like making yourself like basically like a magnet so you don't have to like run directly over everything you broke you can just like get a laser character and stand in an area and shoot everything um but yeah but it's like it's it's ridiculous like what it takes to get to that level just like the the amount of grinding and collecting you have to do just to get to like the boost level is it's it's crazy they just yeah. they ask too much of you i mean to put out five of them a year and then have like each one could take you 30 to 40 hours of grinding to really unlock everything is crazy like that's just you're just asking too much it's i i i, I like the lego games i okay I, I think what offends me more about them and this is kind of an indirect criticism is that if you think about basically during the entire height of the mcu the only Marvel games that came out were Lego games. Yep. Like like in the 360 era, mm-hmm. they had that initial, like, here's Iron Man, here's Captain America, here's Thor. Those stopped. And then if you wanted to, like, man, I really am enjoying the MCU. I want to play a video game like that. It's like, you got to play a Lego game. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's your only option. If I want to play a Doctor Who video game, I have to play Lego Dimensions. 
it, it's it's just such I'm, I'm glad they have I'm glad they have the the licenses but I wish others had also had the licenses mm-hmm. yeah I know you the know. other the other crazy thing is is like other than um what's the one where it's actually like Lego Minecraft there's Lego worlds Lego worlds yeah okay so like other than that the other thing is like I mean I don't want to offend anybody but like what the fuck is in the Lego games has anything to do with Lego other than it's minifigs like you're not that's you're not really well i mean you're not like really building anything you know like you have that like push a button and it will construct a, a random like switch or whatever that gets you through the level but there's really nothing that screams lego to me about them like there's just no reason like you could you could easily as like you remember there was, there was like that marvel superhero squad where it was like the little kawaii you know cutesy versions mm-hmm. of the marvel characters in a little beat em up game it's like you might as well substitute it for that. It's just, it's, it's crazy characters that now have a voice. You know, that was the other weird thing is like, like games used to just all be like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's just like, but now they have like voice casts and stuff. It's just, I don't, I don't get it. Like it, to me, like Lego is like dipping its toes into this realm of just like, I will buy anything Disney, you know, and Legos now. And this is like, I just like Lego. And it's like, yeah, but what does that have to do with like building a Lego set? And, and even Lego sets now are just like, it is meant to make this one thing. It's 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 to me. It's just completely contrary to the very nature and idea of Legos from the inception. Of like, here is the system of like, you know, you can build a thing. Like, we will sell you a car, but also do this, do whatever you want. Yeah, I would like you to know that you actually can still buy Lego sets that are just Lego. Sure, sure. Like, but I mean, like most of the nerdy stuff out that's there. That's an like, exciting you know, thing to yeah. me. I just wanted people yeah. to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I just I mean, Lego like, is technically you know, a game. <laughs> is it? I don't like know. Actual I, like you know, I'm just physical Legos. Myself. No, it's not. It's a walking simulator. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I mean, like I like the Lego movies and stuff, but really, when you break it down, like they're more about Lego than the games are. You know, like and still, it's about like the idea of like dream it, build it. You know, all this like the games capture none of that except for the one that's Minecrafty ripoff, which is funny. It's like Minecraft is a ripoff of Lego, and then they're like, yeah, but what if we do this? And they're like, just rather go play Minecraft. It's like, Fuck you, kids! Like you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Word. I, it, it, I don't know. It annoys I, me when like the thing that's the the obvious ripoff. That like nothing annoys me more than when the thing is the obvious ripoff of something else, and it's still the more popular thing. Mm-hmm. Like like words with friends. You're like just like uh, we fucking Oreo made scrabbles. Cookies. Yeah, Oreo cookies. Yeah, they're the ripoff of Hydrox. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, they taste better. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, but yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think uh, honestly, I think a I don't know. I'm I'm of like completely opposite minds about this. I think either an actual Lego Lego game would do fucking gangbusters and it would be the biggest thing ever or if it wasn't the exact perfect circumstances for it somebody would try real hard, make a shitty game that was broken as fuck. Like, you'd try to pr- place a brick, and all the other bricks would fly off and melt your Xbox. Um, yeah, I think it would go either either one of two ways. Either it'd be just, like, the biggest thing ever, or nobody would remember it in, in yeah. 90 days. Well, so- if it was like a like a Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts thing where it's like you're building weird Lego contraptions and trying to make them work in a physics world. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. something, but yeah, I mean, um, I don't, I don't, I don't have the sentiment, but I, I also don't think that I'm 
too far off by saying to me the Lego games are kind of like Funko Pops. I mean, like, no, I'm, I'm yeah, saying yeah. because it's, like, it, it's, it's kind point. of yeah. it's kind of distilled down to like where it's like you're not really capturing either element. You're just trying to you know shove this into. You're just your hammering mold. it into a template. Yeah. You know, and and you know, like, I do think they're cuter than that. Like, I mean, I think there's there's like there is some fun to be had in the Lego games, but like I said, the the controls are ass, and like there's so many situations where it's like you can just be walking along. And it's like because the camera is kind of sort of fixed through most everything, except for like you know in the open world New York parts of the uh, Lego Mar- Marvel games, and I'm sure every other ones have it. But like the the levels are kind of you know, you have like slight camera pivot, not full yeah. control that you'll yeah. just be walking along. And it's like, oh, you put a, a crevice into the lava over there where I can't, I literally can't see it from this camera angle. Fantastic. You know, it's just <laughs> like, they're just, they're more frustrating than they should be for like what's built as like a little kid's game. Like, you know, beat them up, you know, action RPG type thing that they're not at all. You know, <laughs> like, like, like yeah. I said, there's, it just do better. Like, I mean, you've made so many, just get better at it. Like, but they also have no reason to, if they keep selling, like, you know, yeah. I mean, this is why McDonald's cheeseburgers haven't gotten better in 60 years, you know? <laughs> why? Why, we're selling, why would they? We're selling, They've selling gotten worse. Three tri- five trillion of them, so. Um, you know what would be really dope? A multiplayer Lego VR game. Not Lego, like like Lego yeah. Marvel or whatever, but like a Lego you have a big building fake game. table with a whole bunch mm-hmm. of blocks, and you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> click, click, and you yeah. can even sell a like, blocking <laughs> simulator. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but you could even set like uh, I've got the concept in this it, in my head for this game you could buy DLC that is different packs and different sets of of bricks no, do not put that sure. in someone's head <laughs> like no they but like way, they charge way too much oh I know from a business standpoint it's it's gold it's but I mean genius, like, yeah. Yeah. no but if you yeah. if you just price it like regular you know video game DLC instead of pricing mm-hmm. it like Lego bricks because part of the, the reason like, economy is crazy right now What's that? I said the Lego brick economy is crazy right now. Like from cost to cost of manufacturing to cost of what they sell each brick for is fucking like almost like printer ink. Well, <laughs> I I will say this. The, the, the precision and engineering of Lego as a toy, like each individual piece, you can put any Lego brick with any Lego anything else from the entire history of the run of Lego, and it will all fit together and snap together nicely, as long as it's not worn out. Um, like, Lego bricks are in Lego pieces are incredibly designed. Like, they change out those molds really often. You don't get a shitty Lego brick. Like, it is worth a slightly inflated price. The reason Lego shit is so expensive right now is because every piece of Lego shit is licensed. Mm-hmm. It's some sort of licensed content, or it's their bionicles or whatever, um, and those are priced more expensively just because they're priced more expensively. Like regular ass Lego, if you just go buy regular ass Lego, it's fairly reasonably priced. It's it's not as cheap as you remember because inflation. But um, just regular ass Lego is worth it. It's it's a quality product. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I hold no ill will towards Lego. Like yeah. I said, it's just it to me. It's like it is. 
it is kind of like reached like, like that Disney level of brand where it's just like you have the, the, the zombies that are just like, whatever it is, I will buy it, man. Season pass holder, I live for Disney. And it's just like, it's Lego, guys. Like, you know, it was real cool when I was five to ten years old and I was using my imagination and stuff. But, you know, at a certain point, it's like not saying it's not cool. Don't not saying don't play with Lego, but just maybe tone it down a little like it's it's OK. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just but Legos. I think like a, a Lego VR game with DLC packs that are priced like regular video game DLC, you could make it like um, uh, like what's his name, like Penball FX or um the other one pinball arcade mm-hmm. um <laughs> that's not a thing <laughs> not anymore i don't not know anymore. they seem to be about equal level of uh quality of game building <laughs> zing but you could like yeah. you could make it like a five dollar dlc pack and you get a bunch of you know you get three or four different star wars vehicles and all well, the different you, pieces someone has that pitched you can... this to lego whatever <laughs> lego ceo Yorkman Yorkmanson or whatever his name is. and It actually yeah. is Yorkman Yorkmanson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I'm sure somebody's come along like, yeah, but we sell the things that don't actually cost us anything and profit. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I just, I'm sure that maybe they were even working on it. Who knows? Maybe they're waiting for VR to actually be more popular and not a jokey gimmick still kind of that it sort of still is. Keep I mean, waiting. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, people still like have a level of like, eh, not me. I'm too cool for that. Not you. You're not too cool not, for it. I'm not. I absolutely am not. Have you played any VR games lately? No, not recently. No. Damn. He's too cool for them. I'm dude. too cool. For Apparently, them. Yeah. look at him. Yeah. Well, speaking of broken ass games, hey. Uh, so I'm gonna talk about a couple things real quick. Um, there's a problem in the video games industry. Oh, really? I think it's. <laughs> Is I think it... it's. Well, there are many. Oh, okay, like, uh, I was going to say, like, hold up, how you're phrasing that right, right about now? Yeah, <laughs> this um, is probably not the biggest one. <laughs> so, if, and this is going to sound strange, but the problem is Unity, <laughs> and not like people Unity, the game engine Unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, increasingly, when I fire up a game and I see that Unity li- uh, logo pop up, I'm like, well, this is going to be ass, and 99 times out of 100, I'm exactly right. Um. So, so there have been some some cheap game sales and some some Game Pass things that were like you can get all the achievements of this in an hour or whatever. And I was just cruising through these games. And so the first one I want to talk about is called Snakey Bus. Snakey which Bus. Is, that sounds nice. Which is basically the, the old snake game for your phone, but it's in 3D and you're a bus. Um, you just, just keep you, adding. You like, drive around the, the city and you pick up passengers, and it grows your tail, and your your bus gets longer and longer and longer. And if you crash into it, that's the end of the game. Okay. It's a neat idea, and in screenshots, it looks really cool. But in motion, it looks like ass. It just is the jankiest tech demo of a video game. It seems like a proof of concept. It just seems like here's a game we could make, and they're like, "Cool, release it." And they were like, "Wait, what?" Another game called uh, Descenders, which is a downhill bike racing game. Uh, The hook of the game is that all the courses are procedurally generated. So it's a constantly changing world. Mm -hmm. And you always have like two other players who are in your world also trying to race downhill at the same time. It's also cool. It has a lot of stuff going on. It has stunts and tricks and crazy terrain. 
but it runs at 10 frames a second and is janky as shit. And again, seems like a, hey, wouldn't this be a cool downhill bike racing game? And they're like, yeah, cool, release it. <laughs> it's like, no, finish the game first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought, like, when they, when, uh, when they, Xbox had a couple weeks ago, they were like, hey, play all these cool games that are coming out soon. Download 70 game demos or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to play all these games and I'm going to be ahead of the curve. And I downloaded like eight of them and just stopped. I went, you know what? No, these are all the same fucking thing. This is all some janky ass fantasy bullshit that run like garbage and they're made in unity and everything's misspelled. And it's just even I, I feel like when we used to get game demos on the 360, that shit was polished. It yeah. was short, but it, that shit was polished. And this just feels like a guy in a garage was like, I made a video game. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm glad for you. Good for you. You you should hone your skills and get better at making games. But no, now the industry is like someone made a thing where a thing moves and makes a sound and pay $8 for it. Indie game. <laughs> I just... I, this just in. Chuck hates Indie games. You should try Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Exactly. I mean, it's... I don't know if that was made in Unity, but now I have to go wait the five minutes for it to boot up to go look, I think. Well, I... I understand what that engine does, which it makes game development more accessible to more people, and I'm all for that, but it I don't know if it's a level of we've just got to get this thing out, or if it's just that's all you can do with this engine. I will say I am all for getting game development in the hands of more people. Game development, game learning how to do game development, not fucking Joe Schmo is able to put out a game that yeah. sucks. No, it's the same. It's the same problem with like home video cameras becoming so ubiquitous, and you know the, the what I call the grade Z movies, where it's just like, yeah, I bought a I bought a consumer pro- camera over at Circuit City and got this lady to take her top off, and it's a movie, and you know it's like, no, it's fucking not. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, these games are the same equivalent of like, if you make it too easy, like. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just you know, there, there's a certain level of like, does it need to exist? And you know, if it, if if you want to sucker some people in, like, I guess the, the the line should be maybe Microsoft proper should never like say like, look at this game. Like, they should just exist in the store in the background of like, you know, we're all kind of yeah. embarrassed that this exists, but it's cool <laughs> that he's trying. Um, but <laughs> or you should never ever like signal boosted on like one of our major events because you're just doing a disservice basically. I mean, I feel like too, like in the, when Xbox 360 started doing the indie games thing, though, some, I mean, some of them were garbage, but like even some of the fart simulators were like better (laughs) produced. (laughs) And it seemed like those things were making, I don't want to say stars, but I want to say they were making like, Oh wow. This dude like made these three cool, Xbox indie games and now he's making these other cool wicked games too um Chris I just, Isaac I don't f- yeah <laughs> I just I don't feel any of that anymore it just it, the indie game thing back then seemed like oh man we're making the best game we can with the tools we have and we hope you like it and now it's just like buy our game it's a dollar what mm. are you gonna do with a dollar you fucking idiot <laughs> I think yeah well I I think getting rid of the indie game store did 
Xbox Live a disservice because with with XBLA it was there was a set of standards that had mm-hmm. to be met each time. You know, like there was the famous argument they had with Braid in that it didn't go straight to the menu. You had to go right. through something else, and he had to win that fight against them. But I understand why they have those standards there because it was mm-hmm. like your game has to have a demo that runs. <laughs> You know, you have to have an options menu. You have to have achievement. You know, it was like a list of things that right. they had to have. And now it's just like, it feels like stuff still gets certified because it's like, well, we can't put it on if it'll melt people's Xboxes. But otherwise, yeah, does it run? Yes. Did it, did it start mining Bitcoin in the background? No. All right. <laughs> as far as we can tell, no. Yeah. yeah. It, put it on it. Put it on the, get it up there. And then of course, so like the sales are useless to me now almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially in something like the switch where it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You like, can't you even know. browse that shit because yeah. it's just garbage. It's just garbage yeah. on top of garbage. Yep. And then there'll be a game that looks like the other thing that was garbage. That's actually great. And there's no way to know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's like, 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 you know, just because something is, is low res pixel art or, you know, stylized, like lesser than graphics does not necessarily mean it's going to be a bad game, but you don't know. Like you go look at that switch library and you're like, well, look, shit, 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 shit. But like, wait, Gato Robato, I think, is actually supposed to be good. But it looks the the, the icon it looks, looks like exactly. The other shit. It looks like all the other shit that I just scrolled by, you know. But it's like you don't know that unless you're paying attention or something and yeah, yeah. doing some research. Like I don't know what the the solution is. Like, do you have different parts of the store where it's like, hey, here's the, you know, I don't want to like necessarily say like all you indie shit go over here, but it's like if you're by one of the like, you know more than 10 people worked on it studios <laughs> like you know like it gets over here to like possibly polished game level but if it's yeah you know, possibly but polished then, game level <laughs> it's not a guarantee i mean like i said i just talked about ghost of tsushima is yeah you know a pretty expensive game that i'm sure it cost them a lot to make and it's still got jank so yeah yeah but it, it's part of that whole like balancing act that even like even the the titan of the industry steam you know like the titan of the video game storefront industry i should say um Mm -hmm. steam just is absolutely awful at controlling any of the content and also refuses to control heart most of the content on you know on their store Mm um but like where do you where do you strike the balance of like hey we're going to make it really accessible for indie game developers to make a game and put it out there for sale but also you know try to keep the bullshit out like where how do you define you know how do you define any of those parameters without like being needlessly exclusive and maybe you know maybe somebody has a might have a good game but because of whatever you know parameter that you've mm-hmm. that you've decided on they're not able to to make it to market so they're not you know so they're yeah they're yeah, stifled it, as opposed to a a yeah, big budget it, ghost of tsushima which might be you know just as broken as this other game was but it's made by a triple a studio so it gets all the money behind it it's, mm-hmm. yeah like, and it feels like curation on steam should have helped but yeah. that just turned to shit uh, like and nobody uses it at all like, like it's it feels like everything that should work just somehow when it gets out in the wild just doesn't and mm-hmm. the only thing that's working for any of these people is doing the 
okay, make my game 10 cents so it gets a bunch of reviews and good or bad, and it, or it shows up in the downloads chart. So then when it goes back to 10 bucks, people go, oh, wow, like a lot of people have this game, you know, and that's like how, that's why you see so much garbage that keeps showing up for like 10 cents in the Steam storefront and in the, uh, in the uh, Switch, you know, in the mm-hmm. Nintendo storefront too. Like just all this, you're like, well, why would they sell this game for, for 10 cents? And it's like, so they can get enough downloads that they're going to show up in the charts. And that buys them a few more weeks of being up in the charts for when people browse games. But even then it's like, it's, it's worthless. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like in the future, we're going to have to, we're going to have to have some segmented market. I think we're, 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 we're looking at like, we're looking at a time when video games is just a generic catch all, you know, and pretty soon I think it's like, it's going to transcend to like, I wouldn't want, you know, I wouldn't trust my review on the latest Tyler Perry movie because it's clearly not made for me. You know, like I'm, you know, it's, I don't know it. And, you know, and eventually it's like, we're going to have to start like looking at our games the same way where it's like, okay, well, like I, you know, we are the real time strategy fans here. So like, we're judging these based on if you liked original command and conquer and this, it's like the, the you know, this is what we're, we're weighing against. Cause like, you know, just this generic catch all thing. And, you know, I, I know people always complain about video game journalism for dumb reasons, but like it's it's a it's a strange market to try to be in. Like I mean, imagine trying to like curate and review all of this garbage. Like I can't even imagine being somebody like Giant Bomb or IGN or whatever. We just have this like deluge of like, here's a code for my game. Please try it out. Here's a code for my mm-hmm. game. Please try it. I can't even imagine like how you would just be like, how do I, how? Like I mean, they they. It's weird because I almost feel like they're all kind of in this like you have to wait for the game to start getting some buzz before it's like, well, I guess that's the one we should review. And it's like who the fuck's doing the initial buzzing? You know, like, I don't understand. Like how do, how, you know, how do these things get discovered out of the muck and be like, Oh wait, no, that's, that's the one, you know, dollar game that's on the app store. That's actually good. We should have friend of the podcast, Ian Boudreau on to answer these questions about how video games journalism works. I I mean, I guess, I mean, the only, the only other dumb thing I can think is like, you know, they become these, you know, you become large enough that you can hire a staff and just be like, Hey, go try this for 10 minutes. If it absolutely sucks, drop it and move on to the next thing. You know, like, Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, that's the only way it could work is like, you know, you've got to have like a team of like, well, shit, like here, here's the stack of code you got to work on for today. You know, almost like you're a <laughs> right. QA tester or something like just if it if it's hot bullshit, you know, determine yeah, right away no. and move on. Well, so. and, and speaking of Ian, I know he mentioned a few weeks ago how he tried to write about, I forget which indie game it was now, but, you know, he said they just don't do any traffic. Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah. you get little bullshit like pieces about you can pet a fox in Ghost of Tsushima because then suddenly it's like that gets you know ten thousand hits. Whereas if you talk about you know Void Bastards right as it was coming out, you'd get like five hundred people seeking it. It's like it's not organic anymore, and it's not like people just go to a site and scroll through it and read everything. Right. They're yeah. pulling. Maybe- it's get, it's pulling from Google searches, which is why somebody else pointed out like there's a. Uh, there's the Marvel's Avengers beta review in progress. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's IGN just going, Hey, we got the code. We'll have a review when we played it. And it's like, they've done that strictly to reserve their, like their Google spot, so to speak, mm-hmm. to be the, the earliest review that's out there. So then they'll uphold that placeholder page. And then eventually they'll have a review there, but it's like, we've all become slaves to this fucking algorithm. And it's like, we need a new algorithm. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, yeah. not not that the movie industry is anything to like set a paradigm to, but <laughs> I mean, because they've had their own problems, but mm-hmm. like maybe there needs to be like they all like all these indie developers, and I'm talking about like you know again, not the like guy who made a shit fart simulator in his garage or whatever. I'm saying like. There needs I to be really like, a like shit fart simulator too. <laughs> I'm just saying there maybe needs to be a Sundance type thing, like a come together, like you know, like it's like E3, but like you know, remove the like EA. You don't need to be here. Like you know, Ubisoft. You don't need to be here. This is fucking Sundance, and they just people go around <laughs> and like try these games, and you know, I mean, I know that's part of E3, but I mean, I feel like it, at a certain point it needs How to about separate off. Fun and, like, dance. Yeah, that's what <laughs> we'll call it. I mean, you know. <laughs> let e3 or whatever whenever we can have true in-person conventions again like let that be where the you know the i mean comic-con comic-con is a perfect example like comic-con used to be about like hey let's get together and talk about this nerdy shit and now it is like a huge ingredient in the marketing machine of massive studios it's i mean it's completely removed from like the grassroots of where it started of like let's get together and talk about something that only you know, something esoteric that not everyone's here for. And now it's just like, yeah, you have to plan the Comic-Con panel. Like that is important to the box office of this. And so I'm saying like, let Comic-Cons and E3s and everything spotlight the things that, yes, the majority of people are there to find out about the next Madden or Call of Duty or whatever. That's fine. Let them have that. But the people that care about maybe having a game that doesn't have shooting mechanics and stuff, like that can be at this. And, you know, I don't know. It just seems like a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, like Indie Games Expo or something. Yeah. Um, so many conventions, even though they are, and and this has happened with uh, some of the conventions that we go to, um, even though they might be originally a niche thing, have turned into just, this is a pop culture convention now. Like yeah. Comic-Con is just... San Diego Comic Con is a pop culture convention. Dragon Con is a pop culture convention. What's the big one in Indianapolis? I forget the name. Gen Con. Indie Con. Oh. <laughs> Indie Con. It should be Indie Con. Um, I think it's Gen Indianapolis Con. 500. Maybe that's yes. where we have our Indie Game Con is in Indianapolis. Yes, it's a great idea. Um, apparently the convention center where they have Gen Con is really nice. But yeah, that's a pop culture conference. The um, Southern Fried Gaming Expo is kind of almost just a pop that. culture, you it's know, getting there. conference. Getting there, yeah. like, but speaking that's... of, like, Brawlhalla, that was a thing we saw, what, yeah. five years ago? And now yes. that's big. Yeah. Like, yes. I remember I was like, holy shit, when I saw that and it was like talking about people were actually into this and I was like, wait, that's that weird fucking demo thing people were excited about at one of yep. our game cons. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let me spin off that since we started talking about Switch because I can link it to that. Okay. Uh, I bought a Switch again uh, as my reward for being employed again. And um, after I set up everything and, and had I literally had nine cents left over on my account. So I bought one of those nine cent games in the <laughs> store. Um, and I, I wish I this this was a month ago, so I forgot the name of it. But this was actually an interesting little game. Where you're you're like a spore in some girl's brain who has some sort of dementia or something, and you're trying to fix it. It was a really neat concept and cool art style, and I was like, "Well, I'm impressed by this. I wonder if all nine cent games are this good, but they're not." I'll try to remember the name of that game and put it out on Twitter because I thought that for what that was, it was pretty good. Um, 
but yeah, I, I I finally got a hold of a Switch and I, I got to play a little bit of Deadly Premonition 2, which is why I bought it. Uh, I got to play a little bit of the Katamari remake that they released on the Switch. Um, and I was having a grand old time with my Switch. And then my wife said, hey, did you buy Animal Crossing? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, let me see it. And I haven't seen my, I haven't seen my Switch since. <laughs> Sounds like you need another Switch and then you can have rooftop Switch parties. Yeah. You need to buy her a Switch Lite. Well, see, here's the problem. You can't transfer your Animal Crossing Island off your Switch. So if I buy a Switch Lite, the Switch Lite is mine. <laughs> and Ooh. I don't want a Switch Lite. <laughs> so I just have to wait for her interest to wane off buy, of Animal Crossing. Buy her a Switch Lite and be like, that's what you get for taking my Switch, bitch. <laughs> you got to start over. Sure, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Say that to your Spoken wife. Spoken like and, a man and... who is not married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's well, he'll, he'll have half a switch here work. eventually if you keep going on this path. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> You can have anyway. like the left Joy-Con. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a switch again. Yeah. All right, cool. Any n- No further thoughts on Deadly Premonition or anything? I, I didn't. I, I've only played an hour of it or so. It's, oh, okay. it's very much the same tone as the first game. It's very much as broken as the first game. It's it's charming in all the ways that the first one tickled me. Um, but yeah, it's a mess also. But now it seems to be a self-aware mess, so it's mm. kind of strange. Mm. It's it's not Samurai Cop 2 bad. It, in no way, shape, or form is it like that. Um, but it just seems like they may have put some jank in on purpose, which I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> uh, and nor should you, should you be. That's No, you should yeah. not, no. Do not like dumb. artificial jank. Yeah, no. Yeah, if we're talking Switch, uh, mm-hmm. there is a game I actually found in one of the sales for a couple bucks named Sydney Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan, which I was playing, you know, I've talked about playing La Mulana and I needed a break and I needed a game mm-hmm. that I could actually play, but I still wanted a Metroidvania type thing. So I grabbed that. And it's one of those that's styled to be it's a lot like Shovel Knight, where it is it looks like an NES game and it sounds like an NES game, except like, you know, with smoother play and, you know, more a uh, bigger color palette. Right. But otherwise they make the sprites and everything look like they belong on that system. And yeah, it's it's actually really good. I mean, the only complaint I'd have is like the boss fights are too similar. But you're unlocking enough weapons as you go and fighting enough enemies and, you know, getting the skills like, okay, now I've got the bomb and now my bomb can destroy this type of block, which opens up this area in the level. And, you know, it's just, I would call it a Metroidvania, but it has a hub that you basically go back to and then you're going into individual levels. So it's almost kind of like more Mega Man-ish if it didn't matter who the boss was at the end, kind of. But there's definitely a hub world and you are picking individual levels out of that little map and going into them. And then, you know, and it's, and it's nice. It's one of those that's just, it's not too hard. It is. If you didn't collect everything in your first run through the level, when you go back to the hub, if you go back in, if you go to the area where you've collected that thing, you can go, okay, hit start, go back to the, you know, to the hub and it'll just save everything you have picked up since then. It's not like, no, you have to go through and beat the whole level again. It's like, no, you're mm-hmm. good. Go on back. 
it's just, I, I guess after playing La Mulana, it was like, wow, this game's like really user-friendly. I kind of like it. It's not abusing me. This is fun. <laughs> so, That's sweet. yeah, it's one of those. And it's like the, the cover art looks kind of cheesy. It's not as terrible as so much of the art on that store is, which uh-huh. I feel like I could make so much money just making a thumbnail for people that doesn't look like complete bullshit. You know, like that frog, my passion is graphic design design. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I could like, it, I just look at some of those and I'm like, who would like, even for 10 cents, I wouldn't buy this just because I look at that thumbnail and I know it's trash. <laughs> and, and this one, the thumbnail is not bad, but I, I don't know. And I don't even know how I found it. What prompted me to buy it? I don't remember, even remember how much it was, but I'm enjoying well, it quite a bit. What was the name again? One more time. It is Sydney Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan. Mayan? Like M-A-Y-A-N. He has gone okay. into a Mayan temple and he's been trapped in there. Okay. I just, I mean, it sounds like a curse of an adjective. I mean, like, usually there's like something following Mayan. Like, unless it's an actual one one Mayan somehow still it's alive. of the Mayan dude. Yeah. Yeah. The, the way it's written is kind of self-aware too. Okay. And that the guys are like, aren't you white? What are you doing here? You know, like it's, it's kind of. You know, okay. I liked it. I, I, I've enjoyed it thus far. And, you know, it's probably, it's, it's, it's got to be 10 bucks at most at full price, but I, I'm sure I got it on a sale for like $2 or something ridiculous like that. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you find them. And that is one of them. That's why like, it's like, Hey, you can play this one and you will not hate it. <laughs> uh, I think that sums Great. up my review for my next game on my list, which yeah. is Dunk Lords, uh, a, a game that I found via Game Pass. Uh, and it might have been a game with gold. I think. Yeah, it's a it's a is that what game it is? Gold. Yeah, oh, is that what it is? Okay, maybe that's what it is. I it, it's a game that I did not seek out, but it just found its way onto my Xbox, and I was like, <laughs> "What is this?" Um, it shows you. It's kind of a basketball RPG, but not really. Like it's weird. It's. It's got a story mode uh, where you are on this quest. Well, I want to say you, because that's the thing is like, there's not really even a main character of the game. There kind of is like, there's one guy that uh, like is you play almost all the time, but every Mm. once in a while, it's like, you won't control him in the games. You'll have somebody else. Uh, But you're on the, the quest to become the, one of the dunk Lords, which is like, I guess the best of the basket two on two basketball players in this fictional weird universe. Sure. Uh, But your cohorts are like, there's a guy named Frank and he's a anthropomorphic strawberry. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, what? Yeah. I mean, he's a, well, he's a dude with a strawberry head and he's got attitude. He's got nineties dude. Um, oh, and, strawberry head. Yeah. And uh, then there's just other regular like people, but there's like a ghost lady. Like th- there's all kinds of so weirdness. Is this like Charles Barkley shut up in jam oh. Gaiden? I don't know. I didn't play that. <laughs> I mean, you're just kind of going through the story where you, I, RPG is not fair because you're just following along this. It's like it has dialogue boxes like an RPG, but you have like no choice. It's just like you get to the next thing. It's like, well, if you want to continue, beat us in a game and then there will be conditions on playing a, a you know, two on two basketball game or a two on one or one on two or other weird stuff. But, you know, it's 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 NBA jamish in the in the basketball playing um just even more cheap like you know what the what i used to call the ea assist which was the worst name thing ever because ea assist meant let's just keep the game really uh, the game score really tight Mm -hmm. um and so if you start like beating the computer at all they just 
go into like some other you know ultra ultron level and just mm-hmm. yeah demolish you <laughs> so um it's kind of got that but i think like i've played enough nba jam and other things with cheap ai like that that i was able to successfully finally beat the game with minimal continues or restarts of games but it was also one of those games like when i finished it i was like well there's also an arcade and some other things to and i was like nah delete <laughs> so, so like it's a it's a game i i didn't mind playing through but i was like now anything else beyond playing that story mode is you're asking too much like I, I don't. How care long enough. did it take you to beat the story mode? A couple hours, three hours yeah. maybe, two, three hours. It's not long. I did it in like a sitting, like a you know slightly extended sitting, but I did do it in one sitting. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's cute-ish, and I, I like some of the things that they do. Like uh, you know, you've got like each character has its own like uh, special moves, almost like a arch rivals style thing, like a mm-hmm. way to knock knock the ball out of them. And there, and there is some like advanced. To call it NBA Jam isn't really fair because you've got some like advanced dash techniques you can do that will sometimes steal the ball if you do it at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got an uppercut move like Arch Rivals. <laughs> like when they go go for a slam dunk, you could just fucking uppercut like them at it. the basket. Um, but okay. then there'll be like little hot spots where it's like, oh, if you shoot here, you get a bonus special move. Or if you shoot here, you fill up like a mega meter or something like that. And when you fill up a mega meter, it's kind of like being on fire, but your, your guy... T- grows like three times its size has unlimited Aww. turbo and then you can like <laughs> dunk through the roof <laughs> like like you basically like will like jump up like beyond whatever building you're in like through the roof and come back down so it's it's got some cute elements it's just it's got that kind of goofy I, I, I keep going back to it but like that that slime rancher like you just like everything's like there like it's, like, it's cute it's viva pinata it's like everything's got like the wacky like you know double fine designs for everybody you know like it's just like well, it's wacky to be wacky i don't know uh, you know nothing makes sense as far as like the dialogue they're saying it's you know it's it's all weirdness and but kind of fun like if you're ever like i wonder what psychonauts would be kind of like with with basketball instead try duck lords <laughs> okay all right I would sure. say like a weird narrative where there's like a fucking pirate and you know indentured servitude to the pirate for the strawberry guy and yeah, there's a fucking giant panda, I think, or some kind of bear. Um, yeah, well, there's, there's all kinds of weird characters. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. But it's kind of worth playing. Uh, speaking, speaking of, of weirdness, pandas. <laughs> speaking of weirdness and in general chaos, uh, I should probably point out, I, I meant to point this out earlier, like, so the the randomness of my games beyond Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima is all predicated on, like, I finished... I finished Last of Us and was like, I need to go on a like no violence in video games cleanse. And then I, Ghost of Tsushima came out and I was like, all right, yeah, but I, I also want to play that. So, but the, by the time I finished that, it was more so that I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm I'm clearly over the killing and violence in video games. You know, I did put some some space between Last of Us and and Ghost, but it was like both of those games kind of had that new thing that I feel like is everyone's trying to do it in video games since spec ops. And maybe even before that, where it's just like, you should feel bad about playing this video game, but also we made this video game and we're making you do this. It's the circular logic of like, Hey, feel bad about violence and doing violence in video games. However, our game is a video game that has violence in it. (laughs) So I was just like trying to find games that were like a G rated E for everyone, or we're like power fantasy like do not tell me i'm doing wrong just let me play the fucking game and among those i went through my library and realized that 
I could probably stand to play through Saints Row 4 remastered and Get Out of Hell that I never did play the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. Uh, I went kind of achievement hunting a little bit more so than back in the day. Um, not to completion because some of those achievements can fuck right off. But yeah, I mean, talk about a nearly guilt-free experience of playing a video game. You know, like just cause all the mayhem you want and we will kind of actually applaud you for doing it <laughs> i mean it's kind of it's kind of the opposite um mm-hmm. you know well, plus it's like a simulation so yeah oh it's yeah it's totally a simulation so it doesn't really matter um yeah. or you're in hell and you're just killing demons so exactly yeah i, I not having played gata hell i enjoyed gata hell a lot more than i thought i would like it's a it's a more realized thing than i ever thought it was i always thought it was just like one of those kind of half-baked far cry dlcs to regular <laughs> saint row Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, it's, it's, it's got a decent map. It's, it still asks you to do too much from an achievement standpoint and, and, and things like that, where it's just like, yeah, I like your game, but fuck you for like, <laughs> you know, run for like, you know, 300 kilometers or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. who runs in this game? You know, <laughs> like, you know, something like that. It's like, I'm flying with my fucking angel slash demon wings, whatever. Like why, why would I be running anywhere? Um, but yeah, it's, they're still fun and they're, they're goofy and I, I, I hope there's more Saints Rows to be had. I don't know what they do with that series. I don't know how you top being in the Matrix where you're a superhero and going to hell where you have demon powers, but I don't know how you I don't know how you move forward from that, but sounds like maybe they are making more Saints Rows. They're trying to, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, I, like I said, that's what that's just what drove me to like playing Dunk Lords and Lego and stuff. It was like I need games that and even grounded, I was like, Oh, I can chop down grass twigs and build a fort <laughs> but that's why all these games are just like why are you playing this it's because i'm still on a cleanse of like i'm not ready to go shooting mass amounts of dudes or if i do i i want to enjoy it <laughs> like like <laughs> that sounds so fucked up because like yeah, i know you you're not supposed to enjoy it, for it. yeah i just don't want to i don't want a game that is a thing to make you feel guilty for it that's i i have a job you know <laughs> like yeah, you know, right? fuck you. Like I'm just saying, like you know, like, if I <laughs> mm-hmm. like don't make it. Hey, don't video make games. Me, I have a job. Fuck don't people. make me do a thing and then make, try to make me feel bad for it. It's like I don't know. It's just like it'd be like if you bought your first skateboard and it came with a guy being going, "You suck, fucking <laughs> <laughs> quit." <laughs> it'd be like, guy, I'm just trying to learn how to ride a skateboard. You suck. <laughs> it's like, You're not fucking Tony Hawk. <laughs> like, Thanks a lot, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just jackass. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, know. I guess I don't even know if it's that. I, I think it's like if they gave you a skateboard as a birthday present and then we're like, why do you own a skateboard? Why do you have that thing? What's you wrong know, with you? You realize that like children in China died making that skateboard for yeah. you. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's no, what so many of those but... games are like where it's just like, no, you shouldn't do that. And it's like, well, you made me do it. Yeah. Like <laughs> You made this game. <laughs> yeah, like, back off. Like, I get it. Like, Spec Ops, that's fine. Spec Ops was fine. It, 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 was, it came out at a time where it was like everyone was making their Call of Duty knockoff game. You know, mm-hmm. and it was just first-person shooters galore. And they came out and they're like, yeah, but what if we market it like this? And then it becomes fucking Heart of Darkness. And you're like... Uh, oh you know like, you know, like <laughs> shit i wasn't expecting that but yeah. don't stop like you know it's it's the latest trend of like stop making me feel guilty about playing your video game like period like mm-hmm. especially if you don't have player choice like if you want to if you want to you know yell at me for making shitty decisions all on mass effect 
you know, that's fine. But even in Mass Effect, it's just like, yeah, I punched that reporter in the face. Anyway, I got a slight weird scar on my face. Otherwise, yeah, nobody and, gives a shit. And there are people on Twitter who are like mad about that now. They're like, did you know that you, that you did that? That Shepard's bad. Mm-hmm. They're like, why, why would they let you hit a reporter? She's just asking the questions that need to be asked. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. You, you just shut up. Yeah, it's that woman me, this, needed to get punched. I'm sorry. To me, this, but this it's is true. the polygoning of, of video games. Like, you know, it's just like we've got to like put everything like it's an agenda. If it's not saying something, it's not it doesn't mean anything. It's like at a certain point in time, it's like we're here to play video games sometimes. Like you need popcorn movies and you need, you know, thoughtful movies. Mm-hmm. You know, there's two different things. And I, I stop getting your your, you know, your, your your high dramas in my popcorn movies. I'm I'm sorry. Like you know, I I didn't come here for this. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Just let, like you know, or at least better balance it out. Like you know, Ghost of Tsushima like hit a certain point where it's just like everyone is telling you you're doing something wrong. I we had this argument. I I know this is immediately triggering yins again because we were having an argument on Discord about whether or not the like game is telling you what you're doing is wrong. And I I feel like it is. I feel like you know you're. You're sacrificing what makes you being a samurai special in order to save your country. I get it. From an American standpoint, I get it. You know, like fucking damn the man, fight the, you know, fight the revolution. You know, it's instilled in us from the very beginning. But like, you know, from, you know, their culture, it's like, I understand it's not necessarily portraying everything truly accurately historically, but like what you're doing, there's reason for certain characters to question how and what you're doing. And the, 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 the dialogue sort of just ends of like, well, I'm never going to accept that. And it's like, yeah, well, I'm doing what I have to do anyway. You're not my dad. Peace. You know, and it's just like, if you're going to, if you're going to introduce that, you know, you, you need to hire Neil Druckmann who understands dramatic things. A lot last of us, you can't just be like, yeah, well, that's just like your opinion, man. And that'd be the end of the narrative, you know? So, yeah. and at the end of the day, it's just like, Oh, what am I doing? I know I'm saving this Island slash all of the rest of Japan. Um, but Am I doing the right thing? You know, like at the end of the day. So anyway, just more power fantasy video games, mm-hmm. less like common, you know, don't make me feel bad about playing video games. Right. <sighs> All right. So you ready for mobile corner? Yes, sure. I think we are. Let's make it quick. Okay. Quick uh, mobile corner. I think all I've got is, uh, did so, did so, well, how did Soda Dungeon even come up? Somehow you were like, hey, wasn't I it you, that you, I had played yeah. the first Soda Dungeon and I could have mm-hmm. sworn I talked to you about strategies and all that. And, and basically I figured out how to break the first Soda Dungeon in that I yeah. had a party that was literally undefeatable. And so you could just let them fly through the game and they would just destroy every level of everything and just... You, you do. I'd leave it running on my desk, and I'd come back, and I'd have you know whatever it was, ten thousand sodas or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the currency was, and I could have sworn it was you that I had played it with. No, and you knew nothing about it, so I was like, nope. I don't know if it was Moon. I don't know who the hell I talked to about it, strategies well, I, and all sorts of shit about Soda Dungeon. But now. they put out Soda Dungeon <laughs> Two, and I was like, Hey, check it out, Soda Dungeon Two. And you're like, What's a Soda Dungeon? <laughs> well, I know now because. Uh... Again, there's a lot of it sitting somewhere because it's it's one of those things. It's not a um, it's not an idle game. Like you need to have you have to let yeah. it run. I mean, you can it can be an idle game in so much that like you can put it on auto combat and yes. walk away, but like your phone has to be unlocked and it has to be running. So it's mm-hmm. it's idle ish. Um, 
So like my, I think my game time says like 60 hours played or something already because, yeah. you know, it's just a lot yeah. of like, all right, well, I got this thing and this will be good for at least 50 to 100 levels and I can walk away. Um, I still haven't hit this like in, you know, invincible thing or whatever it is you figured it out, but I am on like, I mean, I'm in the endless dungeon basically, but I, I've made it to yeah. like level 4,500, 5,000, I don't know, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I'm sure I could pull it up, but I'm not going to, but. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think I've actually hit the point, though, I'm like, with all with all mobile games, like, I, I think I've basically decided I've beaten it. Like, I still have, like, something that needs to get unlocked, but then I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, but that, I don't care. Like, there's no motivation for me to unlock a new character class. Like, don't, don't make me grind to get a new character class that I will then be done with the game when I unlock it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what what motivation is there for that for me? Like, there, there's still problems with it where the idle component of it is you can, if you, you can basically earn interest on money. You just laugh sitting there, you know, mm-hmm. when you walk away and log back in, but it caps out at 10 million credits. I've never have it get, given me more than that. You know, if you, even mm-hmm. if you like, don't play it for like two days, it's still like, yeah, two million, 10 million. That's what it is. But the end game currency, basically when you hit a billion gold starts turning into this new currency automatically. Like when you acquire a, a billion gold, it becomes one of this new orb or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the things to unlock it are like there's one thing that costs one orb. Everything else is like fifty to five hundred orbs, and like my runs, I you know even if I put on like nothing but gold earning bonuses, like a, a run for me will get me like I have had a run where I got like two hundred million gold in like one run, but that's rare and that took a mm-hmm. long time. So that's yeah. two hundred million times. You know, you, you, you understand how many billions there are in a million or millions there are in a billion. That's yep. a lot of grinding. And I'm like, yeah, I'd just unlock characters that at that point I will be done with the game beyond done with the game. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to move on to two and see what that has to offer. But yeah, damn you for telling me what Soda Dungeon is because I Sorry. played it way too much. It's pretty good, yeah. though. It is. Like, like is for one of those, good. it's pretty good. It is. I will. I will. Where'd I will admit go? that. It's actually pretty good. Um, Yeah. I mean, it kind of it came down to like I, all the different classes. It's got some annoyances because the reason it's called Soda Dungeon is basically you have this tavern that serves soda and not meat or beer or anything, mm-hmm. um, and you're attracting the people to come fight for you by having nicer and nicer soda in it. Um, so, but the thing is, is like then it becomes just like, well, I've got twelve tables in this tavern or twelve chairs in this tavern for people to come in. And you've just got to like recycle the patrons if you want to get certain classes and it's just totally random, you know? So I've actually kind of screwed myself because there are certain classes I just hate and will never ever take on a mission, but I bought their soda and I did that in the endless dungeon, which just means now they show up in the random dog pile of people. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no, all I want is healers and thieves. Like that's all I need is I need like two healers and, and three thieves and I can beat this game. That's all you know. Literally, only two classes I think you need. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah I wish I could remember what the the magic party was, but yeah, I don't anymore. Some people were like, "Yeah, if knights are good," but I I hit a certain level in the game where I was like, "I don't." The powers of the knights have suck, <laughs> like compared yeah. to like some of the others. But I don't know. It's it's a cutesy little game. It's just mm-hmm. kind of sort of uh, idle. You know, you don't have to like interact with it too terribly much. Yeah. And from what I remember, the first one, it was basically like pay a buck or two to to pay off, off the ads. And yeah. that was all it had for transactions, at least no, back you, then. You can, you, can, uh, you can fast pass your way. Like 
the ads thing is the only thing that like the only way you can do it is money. Um, that that's the only thing. But the other thing, other ways are like, hey, pay, pay us ninety nine cents and we'll go ahead and max out this stat or or you know mm-hmm. function inside the tavern. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, but I can also do that just by playing for thirty minutes to an hour. Yeah, you know, same thing like unlocking like the little companion pets. Like you also have you get a stable and you can like bring a little bonus creature along basically just gives you bonus stats or whatever so mm-hmm. you can buy them early on you know, yeah before you have that kind of level of gold but yeah it's i think i, I think i threw two bucks at it i think I, I bought the no ads and i was just like i think i bought the uh give me more gold pet because i was like yeah i will get there but like you know this will just speed me grinding in a little bit yeah. and i'm enjoying this enough that here's another dollar yeah so otherwise yeah two dollars mm-hmm. Soda Dungeon. <clears throat> so, the um, the shitty mobile <laughs> games out there. Um, I was. I don't understand this oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I have like, well, up until like a week and a half ago, I had two games on my phone. I had Pokemon Go and Harry Potter Wizards Unite. And I was scrolling through Facebook, um, you know, at some point and last night. I install Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I kept seeing, and, and they, they wore me down by repetition, and somehow they tapped into uh, the part of my brain that revealed weird secrets about myself uh, that aren't necessarily damaging or embarrassing, just weird, and that I don't really tell anybody. Um and this this ad for this game kept coming up and it's a game where you untangle things and the weird thing is i love untangling things like yes it's frustrating when i go to pull my headphones out of my pocket and they're all in a tangle but if somebody's like oh hey i got my necklace all tangled up would you untangle it i'm like yeah give me that and sit there and enjoy the little you know the little tactile puzzle of untangling something or um, last year at Christmas, my dad for the first time in several years brought a bunch of fucking Christmas lights out and we plopped them in the middle of the living room when I was like, Oh, this is my time. I got this. Don't worry. I, and I sat down and untangled all the Christmas lights. And um, so anyway, so that you understand that weird part of my brain that this, that this triggers there's a stupid game about untangling ropes and i was like oh there's plenty and i know this because like i've seen these ads a lot and they have the exact opposite effect on me like i i do not mind untangling things but when i watch these people that they've recorded for the ads be Uh, extremely bad at it (laughs) uh aha and that's and that's something that worked on me i was like Uh uh-huh Okay, all right. Look, it cannot be this difficult. Like, there's no way they can make this stupid fucking mobile game difficult. And to be fair, they didn't. It is not a difficult game at all. So I, it broke me. I saw 50 ads, and I was like, fuck it, what do I have to lose? Like, maybe they, they might accidentally, you know, trick me into spending a few bucks on this game, but if that happens, I'll just delete it and I'll leave those two dollars off in the ether as a lesson to myself so I downloaded this fucking game and 
the shitty the 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 very very annoying thing about it is and i don't remember what it's called but it's the the game itself is actually pretty good like it's very satisfying to do these little untangle things puzzles but the interruptions for an advertisement <clears throat> or something like there are like five different kinds of ads that were in this game and you would get one or two after every round and the unlock things and the four different kinds of currency in the game and all the stuff it tried to like you try to it would sometimes run like two of the same ads in a row and yeah. the close buttons are in different spots on each one of the ads so or evil. you'd have to touch something that says yeah. close and then that unveils the close button like all sorts of just evil shit but one of the most frustrating things was the almost exclusively every single ad was for another one of these types of video <laughs> mobile games it wasn't an ad for like nikes or knockoff ray-bans or wish.com or whatever it's one of these other I've never, fucking I've never understood this economy. I I really don't. I, I don't understand that, that all the ads for mobile games are for other mobile games. It must be just to get you into another universe where you pay a few dollars to play or you pay a few dollars to take the ads off or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But Well, okay, so is 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 it Minigirl? Is is that the one that makes all these shitty? I like have no idea have, who it is. Like I, there's something if you if you notice like there there's one of them there's must be I and I don't know if like that's uh an ad agency or if that's like a the the studio that's making all the games but like it's probably it seems both like, it, yeah probably both but yeah I I noticed that like so I I feel like that's what they're doing is just like well we got you playing this game and here's this other game we made we can double dip or maybe this will be more your jam and we'll really get you in on this one you know so I don't know what it is it's just it's some weird like and there's you just got to find a thing that will make you pay pay all the money. And there's so many of them that are these like simple little weird puzzle games that honestly, if they were like if if I could play for 15 minutes and then have the option to buy it, like if I could play a 15 minute demo and then have the option to buy it for a a buck, 99 cents, like I would probably buy some of these games. Like they're really dumb little puzzle games, but I like a really dumb little puzzle game, like that Untangling game. I loved the gameplay on it, but um, <laughs> it was trying to aggressively sell me some f game where I had to help navigate a fish through some sort of death canal system. Um, <laughs> you've probably seen the ad for that one, too, somewhere. Oh, once or a twice. A million times. Oh, you mean the same game that's also the weird gardener guy that's in a boat? It's where it's the exact yes. same puzzle situation? Yes, the yes. exact same puzzle. And then there's the one... <laughs> and that gardener game is in, like... That gardener man is in five different games. Right. Yeah. All of which are weird torture simulations. <laughs> yeah. And apparently those aren't even in, like, the game. Like, if you download yeah. the Homescapes game, it's something completely different. You don't oh, even I'm do sure the little slide It's probably like Farmville, where you're like, yeah, slide here to, like, clean up the garden, you know, and slide over yeah. here and water the plants and i want to play that game that's like <laughs> it's kind of like the puzzles in untitled goose game where you have you know four or five different steps you can go to make this puzzle work um i want to play these games dear mobile game makers i want to play these games stop making it so aggressively difficult to play these games like i just want a little you know 
a little thing that I can play for five minutes on the shitter because I'm tired of playing, you know, one of the other two games that I've that I had on my phone. One of which I've deleted because I just cannot make myself give a single shit about Pokemon Go anymore. I don't know what happened, but there's just so much going on in that game and um, all the things it wants me to do, I can't do. So I just <laughs> found myself not playing it. Like It's like, hey, you've got remote raids now. And I'm like, cool, I'd like to do a remote raid. And it's like, hey, buy remote raid passes because we're not going to fucking give you any. So stuff like that. Uh, no. I just kind of stopped caring about Pokemon Go. The other game, the one game left on my phone now is Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which I have been a big fan of for a long time. Um, and I've been, you know, pretty faithfully, casually playing it for, you know, for months now, um, for maybe years now. But they finally did a big update. And, um, like they're they're I guess I guess I've been playing it for a year now because it's on the because um, it's a they're doing one year anniversary stuff right now, but they did this update where they added a whole new set of skill trees, like an entirely separate new set of skill trees that wasn't that has nothing to do with any of the ones before, but the skill trees one of the things that's required to progress in those skill trees is the same kind of item that is required for an, the original set of skill trees and it's the most rare of those and in addition they have introduced another rare item uh for this new skill tree that is as impossible to acquire as the previous rare item so the only sounds good. the only time that you acquire these items are at the uh, the events they do two like two events a month, but you only get a few of them. You only get a small handful of them, and progressing through the skill tree requires a whole lot of them. Um, so with the with the original one, which is called restricted spell books, I think you got maybe ten a month, but like. Unlocking the skill tree, think I think requires re everything on the skill tree. The new skill tree requires like seven hundred or something like that. Somebody calculated that it would take you five. Oh no, that's the other one. Um, I don't know how long it would take to collect all of these restricted spell books, but the new ones are defense against dark art spell books. Um, and somebody calculated that it would take you when they first released it. It would take you five years five whole years to collect enough defense against the dark arts skill books to complete the skill tree. Just like earlier this week, they announced that they were doubling the amount of defense against dark arts books. You would, you could possibly get each month if you played, if you played hardcore. So now so it'll take you it would only take two, you and, two and, and a half, half years. Yeah. Way the better. That's half the time. That's right. wizard math. The crazy thing is, you can't buy them. Well, yeah, like I, I was no looking. shortcut to defending yourself against the dark arts. BK. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's called growing up privileged with lots of money, like Harry Potter. No, then you're be, you're a part of the dark arts. Then 
yeah. uh, apparently not because Harry Potter was a good guy and he's rich. Uh -oh. um, no, he's not. He lived in a closet under the stairs. Yeah, but on his 11th birthday, he inherited a fortune. A oh, literal well, fortune. Right. Sure, sure, yes, but he suffered. For, I don't know. Fuck Harry he Potter. He suffered. I, <laughs> I mean, he, good points. he did. All good points. He did kind of have it bad, mm -hmm. but he didn't have it that bad. But also, on his 11th birthday, little trust fund bitch <laughs> was immediately rich, and then he turned into a cop. <laughs> Fuck Harry Potter. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're done with Harry Potter. Canceled. But, um... Anyway, it's it's so frustrating because, like, I've... I and apparently a lot of other people have been looking forward to, like, the next phase of stuff that, they, that they've done, or they, they were going to do, and they just fucking fumbled it so bad it's and the the new skill tree is super dumb and i don't know how to describe it to people who don't play the game but it's dumb and um that works yeah they're and the the skill trees are all all the all the like number of items you need to uh to progress they're so ridiculously high in in some ways but you like you can get the the one quote unquote common item you you just get them i think i have like 200 of them right now but i literally cannot get the other ones like there's no way to there's no grind there's no pay to win where i could acquire them at all and it's so frustrating like if i want to if I want to play this game hardcore and do the grinding necessary to to push out all 200 spots on this skill tree, let me. Give me a way to do that. Let me trade something in. Let me pay to win if I want. Fuck it. Like it's not yeah. It's not like I'm playing against anybody in this in this game. It's all player versus environment. So let me pay to win. Who gives a shit? Anyway, yeah. Uh, all mobile Agreed. games suck huge ass, except for threes, I guess. Threes is good. I like threes. Yeah, but that's just a that's, that's a game one. you just buy, and it happens to be on a mobile game. I think there's a difference. Yeah, yeah. You make. I mean, a good I'm pretty point. sure threes just cost money, and then you own it, and that's it. Like a game. Oh, <laughs> it just uh, happens to be on a mobile game. What was the video game company simulator game? What was that called? Game, game Dev Story? Game Dev Story. Game Dev that Story. Was the first one. Game Dev yeah. Story was good. Again, I'm pretty sure that was one we just purchased. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then they made Game Dev Tycoon on the Steam, and it made like a billion more dollars than Game Dev mm -hmm. Story, even though it was the exact same thing. And we're right back to my like copycats making more with no, you know, yep. no, no uh, regard to the original. Yeah. Anyway, that's video games for this month. Yeah, we got an email. It sure is. We do have an email. I think it's from Kyle. It is. It is from Kyle. Kyle. Our fan, Kyle. <laughs> he just uh, titles the email, sorry, it's a lot. Oh, he did so, send a follow-up email to that. I know. I, I am reading uh, the, the email that's titled, slightly shorter version. Okay. So keep that in mind when you uh, start your timer here. <laughs> hey, No Quarters Crew, Kyle here, just to ramble about games. <laughs> Because my wife is tired of me trying to tell her about how awesome or disappointing a game was, I've decided to drop my thoughts here to you gents. While I have been working during the entire pandemic, 
I've had more game time as I've gone nowhere else but work. I've mainly been plowing through games from sales. Here goes. Hitman 2. It's more Hitman. That means it was awesome. Vampire. Cool but imperfect RPG. Wants to punish you. Be a good guy. Get ready to get rolled by every enemy. Feed and power up. Get ready to be treated like a bastard. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. Hit the Star Wars button just right for me. Gravel. Fun double-A level arcade racer. Has FMV mm-hmm. clips that show your rivals trying to look badass. Ooh. That interests me. Uh, Strange Brigade. Fun wave shooter with vibe of the 1999 Mummy movie. Played solo. Would have been better with other players. I didn't even realize you could play that one solo. I thought that was like one of those co-op only deals. But, Which uh, one was that again? Strange Brigade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... yeah. Like, yeah. There's one. What is it? It's, a, it's not called The Hunt because that's the movie. But there's something out there that looks like a... I think it's a single-player game that looks like a multiplayer game. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Showrunner. Great off-road sim. I was slowly crawling through trails to be strangely relaxing. Uh, Watch Dogs. I attempted this game at launch but was disappointed. Playing now was better with expectations stripped away. Flawed, too dour, but overall enjoyable. Watch Dogs 2. Wow, that was fun. Stripped away the seriousness but kept the core ideas. Knows when to drop a licensed song at the right moment. Far Cry New Dawn. Got way better once you get doused with Jesus juice and become a ridiculous superhero. <laughs> now I'm more interested in that one again. Yeah, so am uh, I. Far Cry 3. Still good. Head and weapon sway that I didn't remember gave me a headache. Never. I don't remember that either. Uh, Doom 2016. Holy shit. I've never been into the super fast shooters, but this was so smooth and engaging. Played on baby mode and got to feel like a badass. I feel like that's the only way you can play any of the new Dooms, unfortunately. Uh... Fallout 4, trying to finally wrap this one up. Jumping straight from Doom to the slow pace and the chugging frame rate gave me whiplash. Thinking <laughs> of grabbing Prey for my next adventure, but we'll see. Anyway, after all that ramble, I want to say thanks again for all the content between the two podcasts. It's been great to have you guys in my ears during all this mess. Take care, stay safe. Kyle, MarvelZombie616 on Twitter. Except for my rusty pallet jack. Not an innuendo, I'm literally moving pallets. You got an internet-connected pallet jack. That's pretty slick. Yeah. <clears throat> That sounds like a it's, Far Cry 4 thing. It's an it's an Ethernet jack. Yeah. Or a uh, not a Far Cry 4, a Fallout 4 thing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> He's been playing a lot of games. He played more games than any of us. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. We so. should just have Kyle do the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, you're in charge of the podcast now. Yep. Gotta go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Write us the longest email you can, and we'll all read a paragraph, and we'll just keep yeah. switching <laughs> off. <laughs> Just call in, call into the that Garfield fun. We, we could read Speaking each game. Of the last paragraph. Yeah, we could, we, could, <laughs> we could read each as if we played the game. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it has this so weird. We'll, so um, we'll take that steal the game uh, idea and profit, yeah, except yeah. we'll do the reviewing of game thing from other yes. people's yeah. opinions and we'll pass yep. them off as our own. Okay. I like it. Genius. I'm on board. Let's go with it. The anime boob physics are fantastic. <laughs> and oh, you Patrick know Warburton's here. I love anime. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing but good things to say about anime, so you know anime this game's going to be for me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the looters. They're huge. <laughs> All right. Contact information time. Let's. We need to get out of here. Oh, We're getting punchy okay. again. Man, go to noquarters.net, and there are a whole bunch of buttons on the right-hand side. Uh, Pace, if you are not following us on the Twitters, uh, it would it's going to pay off, not in a monetary way, 
but it's going to pay off in an entertainment way to follow us on the Twitters. And also uh, join the Discord. Um, it is the Bear Suit Studios Bad Movie Friends uh, podcast Discord. But uh, join up, and uh, it will that will pay dividends as well, but uh, more in getting to interact with us on a daily basis. But um, we are working on some things for that'll that'll be announced soon. So pay attention to them. Nocorders.net, Twitch.tv/slash Nocorders. Things you, you you may be able to join a, join a, in on. So yes, things you could enjoy with. We could us. just say what it is. We don't have to be cagey. No, I like to be cagey. All right, we'll be cagey. Yeah, let's be cagey. <laughs> All right, KG it is. I do have breaking news. Uh-oh. What's that? Uh, the buttons are gone again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's not breaking news. I was like, holy shit, is the Xbox pre-order up? <laughs> that's literally no, breaking news. That's, yeah. that's breaking news. Uh, by the time you hear this, the buttons will be back. But okay. <laughs> as of right now, the buttons are fine. right now, it's, it's just broken news. Fuck, fuck everything. Stupid I mean, websites. You know, websites are dumb. Biden, Biden announced his VP pick, so we figured like the PS4 and the Xbox pre-orders were to happen all within the same hour. Oh, I'm but sure. That was, yeah, that was our, uh... and we probably missed it because we were talking. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, they're sold out. I can't wait to order an, an Xbox for November sixth or whatever it, it's supposed to be. That's what they say. Yeah. It is what they say. Yeah. All right, let's go. Yes. All right, let's. All right, I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out. Motherfucking video game podcast. <laughs>